No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever listened to Family Mystic? Out of a rainbow? That you got at Electric Fish Light? Shit. You should. Yeah, you probably can. <laughs> if you go on over there, that's and you called check dropping it the ball, everybody. Yeah. Well, if you we go didn't on over, drop the no, ball. well, we had to think about it because yeah, we do. you can, and there's one way to do that. How? Well, you have to go over to electricfishlights.com or at electricfishlights on, <laughs> on Instagram. Instagram and check out what they do. They're, these are the coolest lights. These are artisan lights. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. walked into your house and you walk over to the light switch and you're like, you know what? That's boring. Well, they've got you covered now. You can get beautiful, one-of-a-kind lights from Electric Fish. That are exciting. Yeah, and they're made with IQ technology, which is interlocking quadrilaterals. It's 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And when you put those together, they can build anything you can think of, including rainbows and starfish and cats. All kinds of cartoon characters. And, they got, and sports teams. Sports teams, yep, they got that covered. I mean, they and they have, like, the white, just white ones look like Art Deco. They're so classy yeah, and, they and really cool. Are. Yeah, so never, ever again will you walk in your house, turn on the light, and go, oh. I'm bored. Yeah, no, you're going <laughs> to have color-changing bulbs. You're going to have bulbs that play music because they're Bluetooth speakers. And check this out. Any NSR family member that orders a light with the color-changing upgrade bulb gets a one-of-a-kind, no-simple-road, electric fish lights collaborative poster, and every light comes with a 12-foot cord, a hardware kit to hang the light, and a 12-year energy-efficient bulb. And they're all made with upcycled vinyl-like milk jug plastic. So you're doing something good for the planet, you're lighting up your house, you're making your walls look pretty with different colors on them, and your posters are going to come to life. So go to electricfishlights.com, put in the promo code NSR, and you're going to get... 10% 10% off your light and you're going to get a light that's not going to be boring and you're going to be all excited. <laughs> yeah, don't be boring. Lighting game is important. Yeah, go to electricfishlights.com and get enlightened. You could go to Walmart and buy a Grateful Dead t-shirt. You Why'd could you do that? You could, you could even go to like tell me another silly place. So you could, uh, Target. Target. Yeah, I've seen them there. You can uh, uh, what's that place? Urban Outfitters. I've even seen Grateful Dead stuff oh, there's there. There's a lot of yeah. stuff there. But look man, when you buy Grateful Dead inspired merchandise, you want to support the family. You want to take care of your brothers and sisters that are part of the Grateful Dead community. 
And that's what Shop Tour Bus is. They Shop are, Tour Bus. They are the <laughs> online <laughs> lot's most amazing provider of Grateful Dead-inspired merchandise that is not on the nose. You want you want picture puzzles that tell you a story of a Grateful Dead song? Go to Shop Tour Bus. ShopTourBus.com. And when you're checking out, put in the promo code NSR. You're going to get free shipping. And check this out, man. All of the stuff that you get from them is going to come in a hand-designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. All kinds of cool extras in that box. So you're not only going to get what you order, like the clothes that you order, the sticker, you're going to get a box that's a keepsake. And some lucky people are going to get an authentic, handed down, passed around bootleg of the Grateful Dead. Yeah, man. So you are not getting some H&M inspired bullshit or some Walmart knockoff. You are getting real live Grateful Dead family produced shop tour bus kind merchandise so go to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on instagram put in the promo code no simple road all one word get your free shipping and hook yourself up and take care of the family hey everybody this episode is also brought to you by define premium cannabis that's right yeah you heard that right we have Premium cannabis out at Define. Really? We have I two would have locations. Never <laughs> <laughs> no, we carry uh, Tupperware and widgets. Yes. Uh, so we have two locations in the Portland area: one in Hillsboro, one, in, one Forest in Forest Grove. And if you come out, we will get you set with whatever you need that, for whatever is ailing you. We got your buds, your tinctures, your dabables, your vapables, uh, edibles, like everything. What, and we are, love to take is, our time with people to get them suited to the right product because there are so many things on the market. Apple, what is live resin? Live resin? Yeah. <laughs> live resin is when they when they harvest the plant, they take it and they flash freeze it immediately. It has to go into like a container, be flash frozen. So uh-huh. it preserves all those beautiful little trichomes. Uh-huh. They're all over it. And then you take that and then you process it to make your live resin out of it. Is it alive? It, yeah. Wow. Yeah. In a way it is. I okay. mean, it's a plant and it's okay. flash frozen and brought in back from cryogenic state to make wonderful things that make you feel good. Heavy, man. It is. It is heavy. <laughs> it is pretty heavy. So yeah, man, go to Define, hook yourself up with some live resin or some bud and when you go in there, make sure you tell them you're part of the No Simple Road family. Say, hey, I listen to No Simple Road because guess what Apple's going to do? Give you 10% off and, and a free t-shirt. And a free t-shirt on your first trip in there, man. And check this out. What? It is the best bud in all of Oregon. Out there at Define Premium Cannabis. I know this for a fact because it comes to my house every day when Apple gets home from work. It is the best bud out there. He scours the farms here in the Portland area to all over Oregon, the, the kind kind. So go check it out. Don't skip this. If you live here and you haven't been there, you're blowing it. Go out. If there. you come to the Hillsborough location, I'm there Monday through Friday and I will hook you up. He come out the back dressed like a mechanic and he will fix whatever is wrong with you with his tools of cannabis. How'd you like that one? Out? I like that. I will. Yeah. So come visit us. Go to define premium cannabis. Hook it up. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work 
that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. No Super Road family. We're back. This is Aaron. This is Mel. And this is Apple. And we are No, no Simple Road. Just kidding. I'm totally fucking kidding. You guys. What's da, up, everybody? Da, da, da. But that, well, we just, I like that. That goes with our guest this week of what they oh, came and did right. for us. That's totally I thought true. that's what you were aiming for right no, there. There well, was no aim. That was a shot in the dark, my friend. Yeah. Well, our guest this week on No Simple Road is Family Mystic, and they are going to knock your socks off with their live performance of their fantastic, beautiful voices melding in such a way that the angels came down, put pillows in your ears and gave them a nice warm drink. Wow. I like that. that I didn't know my ears were even thirsty until just now or that they needed a pillow. I didn't know mine were thirsty until I heard Family Mystics sing on our porch. No, okay. they are like the night, nightingales of their generation. The songbirds. <laughs> the song of the Portland area. They are such sweethearts, every single one of them. And unfortunately, we didn't get to um, talk with all of them because, um, gosh, because. No, they were all here. No. 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 The horn, the horn, the horn player yeah. wasn't here. Sax player. So, okay. Are you sure? I'm positive. positive. I have it written down and we, he wasn't here. They talked about it. We okay. talked about it. I, I must be losing my head. Well, this was back on the 1st of August, this interview. And here we are 
on the 23rd. Yeah, a lot has happened between yeah. August 1st and now. Let yeah, me just we're tell in you. September 23rd, so that was quite a while ago. But um, yeah, so we got to speak to four out of the five members of Family Mystic, which is what you are going to hear momentarily. Well, not momentarily. You're going to hear it here in a little while. But yeah, momentarily. Yeah. Many moments stacked up together. Yeah. <laughs> if you are not familiar with who Family Mystic are, and I'm sure a bunch of you that do not live in the Portland area don't know, they are a local Portland band that um, I discovered them on Instagram a while back and was immediately enthralled with what I saw and felt through the screen and heard with my ears and the angels putting pillows and giving them drinks. <laughs> and we went to see them. They um, Through the summer, they were doing a performance at Mount Tabor Park. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. For free. For free. And they are putting out and pumping out some amazing vibes. Aaron and I went a few weeks back, uh, took a little my dinner picnic, picnic. and um, it was actually right before we went to the gorge, and it was an amazing evening. This, I mean, like the weather was perfect. People were dancing, riding their bikes. There was dogs. There was kids. Everybody was spaced out on their blankets, just having a good time. And Family Mystic was jamming. Yeah, it's it. They found this really cool spot to set up in in one of the local parks here, and the spot that they set up faces east. So the west sunset is at their back, and it's like on a a cliff, basically the overlook. And you have so, a view of the city. Yeah, and as they're playing their their set, their free set in the park every Tuesday, the sun is setting behind them. And when we went, when you walk into the area where they're playing, you can feel the energy of the place. Like immediately, there's a bubble of tranquility and like happiness, and it, just everybody chilling out on their blankets, having dinner and picnics and kids dancing and people grooving and it, it's a really cool thing what they're doing man yeah it is it's uh it's beautiful yeah it's they're beautiful. they're pumping out healing vibes they talk about it here on the show so and this one's super special because they came here to the house oh yeah yeah and, and this we all got to sit together smoke together get to know each other do a great conversation and you're going to hear it because they did some like acapella yeah. singing stuff on the patio for us, which is amazing. Yeah. And this is a uh, old school, no simple road. Uh, this is back out on the porch. Actually, we are outside for this conversation that we had with family mystics. So it's a uh, reminiscent of the old, the days. good old days. Yeah. Uh, you hear some birdies in the background, a little bit of background noise. You might even hear leaf blower guy. If you're lucky. In the background there. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky <laughs> for those of you that are old school, no simple road people, you know what I'm talking about. And for those of you that are just joining us, that this is your first episode. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to, the to the show. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. And, uh, you know, we don't typically just give you an intro of, of 10 minutes and then jump into the interview. We, kind of you get two shows in one with no simple road two and, two two shows in one thanks apple uh-huh. um and you know we rehash or i guess this wouldn't be a prehash we go over our week yeah we talk about our weeks and so, then we this is the we first got some time stuff to talk it. about this week <laughs> we do have a lot to i'm gonna talk i'll about. go last because i just i i'm having a hard time remembering things right now that's okay for once i remember what's going on around here <laughs> good baby yeah i'm not doing math and I'm not remembering a year from now. So I can kind of remember what, what went down. No, we went to Red Rocks for the first time this past weekend. 
And uh, Mel, Apple, and I got to see Green Sky Bluegrass and Circles Around the Sun and Railroad Earth. And it, <laughs> going out with the Grand Poobah of the No Simple Road family, Nate, and yeah. his lovely wife, Megan, we hung out with them and rented an Airbnb with them. And it couldn't have been a more perfect trip, like in... <laughs> All senses of the word. In all, a lot of ways. Yeah. From the weather to the company that we had to... The timing. The timing of everything that went down (laughs) to the people that we met, the music, the lights, the moon. It was astounding is Mm -hmm. the only word that comes to mind before we left. Um, my boss had said, you know, I, I told you guys this last week, you know, going to Red Rocks is, dare I say, a spiritual experience. And that was in the back of my mind going out there. And um, he was not wrong. It, it was otherworldly. Um, both nights, the music, I haven't seen music like that in a very long time. I don't know if it's just because bands bring their a game to red rocks or if it was just a combination of the company that we were with and the venue and all or i don't know but it was i would put that in the top three best shows i've ever seen the, those two nights of music and th- there's just so much to to talk about like saturday night at set break I walked over to the side to go smoke a cigarette. Apple was already over there and I was handing out stickers to people and met two of the listeners of our show. Apple was already talking, talking to, to Timmy. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to Tim. Hey, Timmy. <laughs> and, um, and I met Warren and him and I talked and, you know, meeting the no simple road family at shows is always a mind blower, but, Warren and Timmy both said the same thing. Did they know each other? No. They said the exact same thing to me. Apart from each other. Like we weren't all in a conversation together. Okay. Both of them said the same thing. And um, basically to paraphrase, like listening to No Simple Road helps them and reminds them of home. And that's the biggest compliment that we could ever get as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that's pretty incredible and beautiful to remind you of home. That's, that's very special to, it's a special feeling to conjure up. So if you two guys separately can listen to the show and feel home, that's amazing. (laughs) And thank you for saying that. It's Thanks for feeling that. I mean, that's to me, that's a bigger deal than like, wow, that, that conversation you had with so-and-so was my favorite conversation. Or like, I never heard that story before from this person. Or any of that stuff, it pales in comparison to that, to hearing that from those guys. Well, I don't even want to, you know, compare anything. Well, I'm just hearing, saying. Hearing feedback, period, whatever it is from our family, it's amazing the fact that you take time out to contact us or to find us at a show, send anything in to let us know what we're doing for you. That's now you're changing the game. You're adding your energy to us and creating 
um, feedback. Well, something deeper than just one way listening. Yeah. And that's awesome. So thank you guys for that. Cause we did meet a good amount of people and I don't know if Shelby listens to the show, but she's a friend of Bryce's and she came up to us while we were walking upstairs to get some merch. And she was like, Hey, are you Bryce's friends? Are you guys know simple road? And like, yes. And her met her husband. Sorry. I don't remember your name, but met her or her, you know, her husband or her partner. And it was just really beautiful time to, like you said, that the moon was right. The air was right. Yeah. I say Nate brought that up. We're talking about the timing over the entire, the timing of everything of like breakfast of everything Everything. we did was just so smooth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And another huge deal was meeting Grant Livingston and and hanging out with them and the conversation that I had with them is going to be with me for a very long time. Um, I can't wait for you guys to hear Grant's conversation with us. We interviewed him for the show. If you don't know who he is, go check out Grant and Friends, Grant Livingston. It's out on all the platforms, all the music That's platforms. coming up soon. Yeah, it's get, that episode is getting ready to come out soon. But talking to Grant and Allie, just getting to know them, it felt so comfortable and familiar, and it gave me that feeling of home. And feeling like that. Grant when, and Ellie have a powerful gaze. Yeah. Yes. Both yes. of those two. I don't get, you know, I'm, I wouldn't even say I was intimidated, but there was like something very powerful, powerful. looking at Grant. I was like, I'm just going to have to grab him and hug him for a second. They, if, that, you want to hold keep him. looking at me like <laughs> you that. You want to hold him, both of them. <laughs> like, and he would, they weren't doing anything. It's just, I can't imagine just them looking at each other's eyes. You know what I mean? They're such a beautiful couple. They're so full of life. They're so passionate about music and, and living and life. And Ali, Ali said something to me that like, I've known this and I felt like this and I just never, I don't know. I never had it put in those terms as maybe you just needed to hear it as from her. clearly. Yeah. But like music is our religion. It's how we connect with the universe and each other. And I never really thought about it in those terms. It, it, it was a given for me, but to have it defined like that, in that space because I was tripping it was really powerful and Allie thank you for that like you you birthed something in my head by saying that and and made me fall in love even more with our community and the bands that we go see because it really is that it's it's how we connect outside of ourselves you know my my life is a conglomeration of all of my thoughts and feelings that are inside of myself. Nobody else experiences that but me. And when I go out and I go to a show, it is the one time in that continuum where I cease to be. I'm connected to a larger thing than myself and feeling all the people around me and the music and being a part of the creation of those sounds by movement and energetic thought that is religion to me that's my spirituality and just thanks for that conversation it was awesome so yeah i mean that that's what i'm talking about right there that 
impactful little moment was 20 minutes of a conversation in an entire weekend at Red Rocks that was the entire experience there was on that level. And all I know is that those guys in green sky bluegrass deserve a fucking medal <laughs> or a trophy or a, a Grammy or I don't know what. I think they got it. They they sh- if they don't they should or a f- an Oscar. I think that's what the um, <laughs> I think that's what the Earth was giving them by giving them that full moon. That's what it felt like. It felt like it was a blessing of the gods for their performance. Yeah, that yeah. entire weekend, the, that the weather, escape, the love the, they exactly. got back to them when they thanked us all, thanked everybody both nights. Well. And probably the third night we missed Friday night, but they were so happy to be back and it, it showed. And hearing from them, like at the end of the second set on Sunday night, Anders was talking about like, um, how, how it felt so amazing to the band to be able to pull it off that, you know, the, the original schedule of this show was in 2020 it got canceled so they've been waiting a year and a half to go and do this and this was the culmination of a lot of work and planning and they finally got to do it and pulled it off with these three amazing bands lucas nelson promise of the real circles around the sun and railroad earth and to hear his feeling uh, or the band's feeling on like we're leaving here with our hearts full too and thanking us for giving them what we did. Like it was just huge, man. And, um, I still am floating from it and coming back after an experience like that is usually really difficult for me. Like I have trouble integrating back into work and especially after being elevated for a couple of days like that. And, um, but this this trip was different, man. I came back and just kind of went back to it and felt good. And on the flight home, I told Mel, I was like, man, I got a lot of work waiting for me at home. Remember? Yeah. And uh, it was like on my mind as we were at the show, I kept thinking like, you got a lot waiting for you, man. You get to, you know, nose the grindstone when you get back. Have fun now. But when you get home, it's on. And. I was like having that anxiety about having a pile waiting for me when I got back and I just got back and started doing it and it felt good and it just is all coming out really easily right now. So I'm grateful. And I think the weekend was exactly what I needed. And again, like I, I don't want to gloss over the fact that Nate and Megan really helped to make the weekend is smooth and perfect as it was like when we ever go anywhere, I'm usually the one that's doing the planning and getting the rides and ordering the food and like doing all that shit. And it was really cool to have Nate there and have him pick up where I would leave off and take charge. So I could just like sit back. It's kind of like how John did a little bit when John was, and Amy were around. It was seamless with Nate. He and Megan had, taking care of everything from the Friday night. We end up in the airport. I turn around. He's like, Mel, look over. And there's six foot five, big Nate with this, you know, Subaru coming to pick us up. And 
it was like we had been out for like I don't know 45 seconds at that yeah, point maybe I couldn't even light a I, cigarette well I just kind of walked away from the guys because they were smoking I was like that is the last thing I want to smell after being on a plane for that long like get the hell out of here so I walked away from them and the second I did Nate calls out and I'm like yes yeah. so we get in the car and it was just like everything was just smoother than the last thing that we did we went to Target we got what we needed we went home we like had pizzas it was that night yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. and that Weird like pizzas. just we woke up the next day had a beautiful beautiful breakfast like everything was just so nothing was rushed but everything was in perfect time if yeah. if our trip was a jam it people would have been screaming for encore <laughs> totally yeah and uh we yeah. are yeah coming back <laughs> for real coming back from that is uh really impressed on me the just the beauty of our scene and the how wonderful the people are the uh, one of the pictures that's like forever burned in my head is during the encore on sunday night turning around as the crowd was singing along and looking at all the faces of the people singing and seeing the tears in people's on people's cheeks and and the smiles on their faces and just ecstasy not the drug but the the emotion like and and, and the drug yeah. and, <laughs> and that's joy. but but just the joy on people's faces was just so spirits were high yeah <laughs> it was it was fucking amazing so I'm moving to Red Rocks. I'm I'm gonna just live in the venue from now. But babe, on. that was just two days of the week. Yeah, that was the whole and week we, as far as I was concerned. And we got we got to throw in there too. We got it was very special because we got to share two firsts. The first time circles around the sun playing Red Rocks. Yeah, and the first time she when she <laughs> came on stage and played her <laughs> instrument with. Green sky, bluegrass. She was amazing, and who is she? Holly, Holly Bowling. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Go back to it, the Holly Bowling episode. If you guys and don't know, out. yeah. If you guys have not heard Sunday's show yet, when you do, you'll get that. It was such a special moment when they brought her on stage because she elevates them. They elevate her, and Nate. Was the it was one of my favorite things of the weekend was yep. seeing Nate's reaction because he started calling it. They were slick. They had the lights off on the side of the stage, and they rolled the keyboard and her piano and rig and everything out kind of quietly. And then he he was like a little school kid. Yeah, he was six foot five, big <laughs> dude. I mean, he looks like a linebacker. He was a linebacker. He looks when like he a gigantic football. Viking. And he yeah, was he, he was jumping up and down and pumping his arms and was like, "It's Holly!" And then the whole place did that. Mm. The entire place gave her such a welcome. If, if that, if you have the ability, if you have nugs, or I'm sure there's clips up on YouTube now. <laughs> go search it out. The <laughs> Was it the 18th? No, the 19th. 19th. Yeah, 19th of this month, the Green Sky Bluegrass at Red Rocks with Holly Bowling. You will not be disappointed. It was some of the best musical moments I have ever seen out of any show I've ever been to. I've never seen Mel cry that hard at a show oh, before. When ever. Paul and Holly did the duet yep. on Windshield. Yep. I, I don't know if I ever have cried. Like, it was hard. Every time you mess with my volume, it that was, I'm not drops it. Your vibe, no, but you did it earlier. Anyway, um, 
Wow. I, the emotion that the two of those were pouring out into their instruments and into their voices and to their, to the crowd. I just felt it so deep. And then being with Nate, cause he was so excited about Holly and being where we were and what the song was talking about. And I was just, I was a mess. I, I felt like I was crying for like everything in life, like all the losses and all the wins and all of the emotions that people feel and including myself, like it was just such a strong cry. It was like almost like a battle cry. It and sounded like it. It sounded mm-hmm. like laughter it and was, crying it and definitely every, wasn't like every emotion time, in one that was. Well, and then at certain point, because I, I cried almost the whole song, like truly, and it was like a friggin' 13 minute song or something. And Nate comes over and like grabs me and like, Nate is a tank man being brought in by Nate is like the most comfortable like I felt like I had shelter you know, like literal shelter like an awning and kind of like a love seat and like, but and so it was like so comforting so it was like I could cry like un, unfettered you know what I mean it was just like I've, I'm in this like kind of protective cocoon and able to just cry and <laughs> Nate at one point he's like I'll let go. I'll let go. Let go when you went. Let go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready when you're ready. And it was just such a cool thing that to know that he was there and to have that powerful performance. I just there was so much feeling that it brought on, and it really made me love Paul and Holly so much, and just Green Sky Bluegrass. Each member of that band is. I, you know, at first I was like, oh my God, Paul's my favorite. I can't even like, he's gorgeous. He's singing this haunting, incredible voice. He's that at one point I looked over at Aaron. I was like, he is slaying that little instrument (laughs) (laughs) because I, I could like, he's kind of not, well, just the, the angle of the camera. Like he just looks like he's got, you know, like kind of buff or something. And he's got this tiny little, almost, yeah, it looks like a ukulele though to him, you know, like it's just so small, but he was like giving it all he had. And then I would go over and Anders would like start talking and he's got this awesome vibe. And, and, and then you look at his hands and it looks like he's barely doing anything, but the sound that's coming out of this freaking instrument is like, uh, it's like eternity. It's it, conjuring it's, for sure. Yeah. That and thing. so like each time they would hand it off to the next member, it was just like, wow, this singing, um, from, um, gosh, now I can't. Dave Bruza. Yeah. Bruza. His singing was just, <sighs> Bruza is my spirit animal. I, I don't, I don't the, even understand how to describe this thing. They all was, have such an amazing thing. Like, oh, like you said that too, Mel did. She's like, they are all. You know what? It's not just Paul. They are all titans. Yes, they're all I, titans, all slaying their instruments. That's how I saw them that night. And Anders is like the MC. He is such. He is so good with the crowd and the really introduction is. of like Holly, everything they did, and then railroad earth to opening sunday night aaron and mel you've listened to the show they got to see him a few years back for new year's and they've been telling me building up to like dude it what like one of those things you can't we, we can't even describe it to you just just wait you're gonna get your blow your doors blown off 
and it was amazing. Those guys and Tim Carbone on that fiddle and everything else, they're all multi-instrumental and sing, and that was so amazing. That show on its own opening for them. <laughs> and then when they did the encore, I mean, what was it? It was At like 10.30. Nate ordered the Uber a little bit too early yeah. to come back. We thought it was going to be a, done. Yeah, they did a half hour <laughs> encore with all of them on stage, just playing off of each other, like the most amazing mandolin back and forth, the banjo. I mean, it was like the ultimate, not duel because that's not the right Collaboration. word. Collaboration. And Paul gets so excited when he's playing, when he like runs in place and jumps up and down. <laughs> Like their excitement is so exuberant. It just takes everybody over. Yeah. I, I remember like about three songs into Railroad Earth, maybe four. I looked over at Apple and I was like, hey, dude, this is the opener. Because <laughs> Apple had this look like a little kid, like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, this is the opener for tonight. Like, and we're just glossing over how Circles Around the Sun came out with every gun they had blazing and <laughs> just destroyed Red Rocks. Like They shook that place. There was power from that band I have never experienced like that from them. Well, uh, we'd seen them a few days earlier before we went to Red Rocks here in Portland. Um, where was that theater? At the, the Aladdin Theater. The Aladdin theater. theater. And they were fantastic. But they did not play that, that the way that they no, played. It was at a Red, Red Rocks. Rocks performance, and their disco balls were able to be a little bit more spread out and like kind of wider. And so, the, what it made the nature look like because it's like playing off of like the stones and the rock and the night sky. It was they really had something special. The only thing I wish I had was roller skates. <laughs> and just just a little tidbit. On October 9th, we're going to be talking with John Lee Shannon, who is the new guitar player from Circles Around the Sun. So I'm super stoked that Woo that's getting ready to go down. Woo. Yeah, that's going to be fucking awesome. But seeing them, I feel like since we've had everybody in that band except for Dan, Dan on the show. <laughs> we're going to catch up with you, Dan. Yeah. We almost did, and it didn't work out. But I, mean, I, I feel like... And because I'm friendly with Mark, that that's like our homies. You know what I mean? When I see them play, it's like yeah, we it's like seeing the Higgs play or yeah. yeah and Adam yeah. came over to the house. Yeah, and so <laughs> like I, I'm rooting for them every time they get on the stage in a different way than like Green Sky. I don't know them. I'm just stoked to see them play. But those guys, I like. Come on, guys, kill it! You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was it was beyond expectation to see them and i congratulations you guys what a way to this, open up man. the show too yeah congratulations for your first red rocks performance that was i remember when like getting towards the end of that we were all kind of hugging each other and we all kind of said the same thing it was like neil would be so proud yeah, so proud i lost seeing that. a little bit on that yeah one. we all we, he was there he was up on that sail rock looking down mm. yeah so magic magic weekend and uh, a good time was had by all. <laughs> yes. And like, like Mel said, no, that wasn't the whole week. That was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We came back on Monday and uh, 
we all slept for two days. <laughs> Basically, hold on. Hold on. What, what, we got to add in one. I got to add in one last thing because it was the funniest thing Sunday night on the way home. It's midnight in Denver. No oh, shit. On the Almost Sunday midnight. So like every, yeah, everything's closed. We're like, oh, you know, I think KFC is still open, honey. We're all so hungry, and we ordered sandwiches from Chiba Hut which I guess is in several states. Some of you may, out there may know. And it was the funniest thing with our Uber driver <laughs> driving. And we're all just, you know, out of our minds, full of love, light, everything else coming out of that show. And Aaron's reading off the menu and it's like all, it's like weed strains and stuff. Like me and Aaron got the AK-47. You want a white widow? And then, it, and then it's like, do you want a nug, a pinner, or a blunt? <laughs> and we were just, I mean, it was a half hour ride home, and we were ordering sandwiches most of the time and just cracking up, having so much fun. But I will say that my phone skills came in handy. They came in clutch that night because you killed it. we were home, and within... Five or ten minutes. The it wasn't sandwich, ten minutes. It definitely was well, on that five my, side. In my world, <laughs> it, sandwiches were delivered to our porch and we were at our Airbnb. It was and Nate, Nate by was, these Nate two was, gorgeous <laughs> girls. I was like, "Thank you, oh, I miss beautiful that. lady." Yeah, oh my god! I went to grab the sandwiches, and it's these gorgeous young girls with their nails, and like they were speaking Spanish, and I was like, "Gracias, <laughs> preciosa!" Like they just hand us this huge whopping bag of sandwiches, and with their gorgeous girls, I was like, "See, like it was just like kind of like unreal, like." beautiful mermaids bringing us sandwiches sandwiches after the show right uh, right after we get home like two minutes later and after we had this amazing time it just felt all very magical Well, then to cap it off nate 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 got (laughs) so me we all got pinners nate got a blunt okay so pinners like an eight inch i think and the blunt was a foot it was like a foot and a half yeah and stuffed nate it like we said is this gigantic six five Angel sweet teddy bear, <laughs> and it was like the Italian supreme yeah. with every kind of meat and pepperoncinis and, and everything hanging out of it. And and I I'm not looking. I'm like getting ready to eat. And Apple goes, wait, everybody stop. Everybody has to stop and look at Nate's face. And when I look up, <laughs> and Nate is looking down at his sandwich like he just fell in love for the very. He like, just saw boobs. Aww. He goes, Megan, this is. I'm looking at the sandwich the same way as I did your boobs. The first, the first time, time I saw, I saw your boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it man. was so cute to see his face so excited. <laughs> Because he had gotten screwed on our brunch order and he didn't oh get his God. gravy with his biscuits. <laughs> his biscuit, got, you order biscuits and, and like, gravy and there's no gravy. He's like, he's what like, the fuck? I don't want this biscuit. <laughs> it was so that cute. Was a it was like off. a mini tantrum in like two seconds, but just in tone only. And then, um, yeah, so seeing him with light up with that sandwich, it was a really cool moment. That sandwich embodied the entire weekend yeah. at Red Rocks. It really <laughs> it did. did. It did. I can't it wait did. to go to more shows with them. And, you know, man, I'm going to say one more thing about live music. And I, I think I might have said this before. My God, I'm glad it's back. I am oh, yeah. so thankful, so grateful for all the musicians that are like, working hard to stay well and doing their thing and like just this whole community, man. I am so grateful for every show we get to go to. And this is the part of No Simple Road where I'm going to give you a public service announcement. All right. I want you all to listen to me. If you're going to the shows now these days, 
and you're fucking complaining afterwards that the sound sucked or the band was off tonight or it was too jammy or stop it. You need to stop (laughs) it. Just cut it out. All right. Enough's enough. Be grateful for every fucking note you get to hear from now until the day they put you in the ground because that shit can disappear again tomorrow and you won't be hearing any jammy shows or it won't be too short or too long. The sound won't suck. It won't be there. Or it's no 94 or 97. Enough's enough. We were walking out of Red Rocks after having this amazing experience and there was people fucking complaining that it was too jammy. (laughs) I'm I I just, I can't even with you. That's what he was doing. He was speechless too. It's like, oh, well, I mean, just stop. Opinions are like assholes. Yeah, man. Just <laughs> everyone's yeah, got it. Yeah, everybody's a hey, critic. Everybody's, a little gratitude goes a long way. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, people are are constantly learning how to better themselves. Uh, true, and That's, none of and us are perfect. Exactly, and, I and get so that. sometimes, you know. Sometimes people are just learning that that's that's how they need to be more grateful but is by appreciating what they get instead of what they think they should have gotten. This is that part of the show where the star comes flying by and it's like, the more, you know, (laughs) just be fucking grateful. The The more, more you you know. know. All right. So, well, my week was pretty much the same. It was magical. It was fantastic. Green sky. Um, I dare, I say that green sky bluegrass made me a fan of their music and each individual band member. So that happened this weekend for me. Um, I really can't say that about too many other bands. I I like a lot of other bands. Well, I think Fish is the only other band yeah. that's done that. Well, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything I'm, th- I'm forgetting. I love Fish. Fish is Hershey. Fish is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but Green Sky Bluegrass is brand new to me, you know, and so it's music that I've never really have a history with or anything. And after um pick and party here at Horning's Hideout and after Red Rocks, I really began to understand my musical taste and they are my musical taste. That kind of exciting, strong, um, fast and slow kind of music that is meaningful and powerful and jovial at times too. And that's what I like. I like to be all over the place. If I'm at a concert, I like to kind of like cry for a minute. Like I did under big Nate's arms. And then I like to like dance you were my cheering. ass off. You were hopping and skipping and bouncing. They, they made me cheer for them. I, I like did feel like it, like it was like, like the bulls or something like, yeah, <laughs> like it was amazing. And so that was fantastic. And being with Megan, like, I feel like they took care of us this weekend is what it felt like. I felt like Nate and Megan took care of us and it felt so good because usually, which I love doing this. I love listening. I love people telling me stories or how they're feeling or whatever. But the second I saw Megan, I just started unloading. So first of all, Megan, I'm sorry. (laughs) And um, second, thank you for letting, lending me an ear. I was just kind of like, you know, talking about all the stuff that we've been going through and I've been going through and she's an amazing listener. You're amazing listener, Megan. And I, I just felt cared for by you guys. And I just wanted to say thank you. Cause I know you're going to be listening to this, Nate. 
at least and let Megan listen to. And I just, I'm grateful for you guys. And I wouldn't have wanted to spend our trip to Red Rocks for the first time with anybody else, really. Like you made it what it was, in my opinion, like feeling like you can go to a strange city and be picked up by your homies. And then you come to a beautiful home that you didn't have to take care of. And you have, like Aaron said, Nate was taking care of it. So there was, I got to witness Aaron with less stress, which that's really fucking cool. Um, It just made the trip different. It made it more like. Vacation-y. Yeah. It made it vacation-y, you know? And the only thing I want to mention is that after we got back, I had to deal with some pretty heavy shit with my family that I won't get a hundred percent into, but I was thinking like, you know, it it can be anyone's tendency to be like, yeah, you know, you have a good time and then there you go. Things fuck up or whatever. Like when it rains, it pours. But I really thought about it and I was thinking, gosh, I had such an amazing time that was so elevating and uplifting and, and refilling that it gave me the fuel to be able to deal with this. And I went, we came back and I went into two days off and it was just very, I was able to use my time to kind of do what I needed to do mentally and emotionally to get through the hard time I was going through. And so I wanted to say thank you to Green Sky Bluegrass for and Cats and Railroad Earth for doing that for me this weekend. It was like filling my cup so that I have more battery for what I needed, mm-hmm. which was, yeah, emotional turmoil. Yeah. It's, uh, this, this week has been a trip, man. And I don't remember, I think it was Pat Ferguson last night. We talked to Pat and, um, we were talking about how the highs and lows that come at Mm, you in life and and they really do contrast each other and the the highs get higher and the lows get lower. And that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. And I can't even complain about it. I'm not, I'm not mad at, at what's going on for sure. It's just you know, the time of life, you're getting older, your parents are getting older, your family's changing, your life is changing, and there's a lot of change and transition going on. And some of it's comfortable and some of it is not. And not to mention, we just had an equinox. And we did. The, the seasons are changing. So and the, it's, it's officially changing. Libra season, which is my birthday season. Happy birthday. And, um, you know, I think during birthday time, everybody gets a little reflective. Everybody gets a little, like reminiscent and even kind of hopeful and expectant. And there's all these kinds of thoughts that, that circulate around birthdays, whether they're like, you know, a big one, like a 50 or 40 or whatever. But nevertheless, there's always some kind of like thinking and thoughts about how your life is, how you want it to be, things that you have done that you're proud of, things that you have still yet to accomplish. And Um, I'm definitely kind of in that mode right now. And I'm actually proud of a lot of my life. I'm proud of all of my life, even my stupid mistakes and my failures and all of that. And I'm ready for more, you know, I'm really ready for more life. I'm excited about it. So no matter how great my weekend was and then how shitty my week starts out, I'm grateful and so ready for more. There we are with gratitude again. I can't escape it. It's life. I can't escape it. So why not embrace it? Well, (laughs) let's embrace it. 
Yeah. We got more music coming. Yeah, we got more stuff coming up and everything. Yeah, well, actually, tomorrow we have to we have Andy Frasco. Yeah, and Andy's he's coming, coming to the over. house, and he's going to knock our socks off. We'll at, go see uh, Andy play tomorrow. Where is it at? Mississippi? Mississippi Studios. Yeah, Mississippi Studios. 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 Tuesday yeah, night we saw we'll him go. there. That's when he took the entire band and crowd out Outside. onto Mississippi <laughs> Avenue, walked up and down the street, and then back into the venue through the other doors. It was like a conga line. And uh, then next Tuesday is My Morning Jacket. For the very Are first time. Are you coming time. with it? Yeah, Apple's going. Okay, I, just, I wasn't sure. Uh, I, I'll see when I make it there. That the <laughs> okay. doors are the doors are early. I don't know. We'll oh, okay. see. Um, and then uh, what's after that? Then the week after that is Fish in San Francisco. And then the week after that is Fish in Eugene. And then we have a couple of weeks off. Or no, we go see Tanarawin. I'm excited about that. And then we go to Vegas. In Vegas. Wow. And then, then lettuce. And we've done nothing lettuce. about our yeah. costumes, gentlemen. There's so many things. <gasps> we have nothing. No fish Vegas <laughs> costumes yet. We got a month. That's that, going to go by. But I said, yeah. back, back to Red Rocks and my week. Did you cut my whole thing? Yeah, out? he yeah, did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? We kind of went over it and stuff. Just got to also say thank you to Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy and as in his fashion as he always does, we're sitting there. It was at set break, wasn't set break. it? Sitting there talking to Grant and Allie and all of a sudden, boom just like leaps in front of us and is like ta-da and it was it was so good to see tommy we had a wonderful weird conversation <laughs> he at found break. me too which was so and yeah awesome. you and yeah because you miss he's like oh well, i'll come back and see mel later and then you ran into him so and tommy it was so good to see you just we saw so many people there thank you to everybody having matt and allison along too yeah, they were and so rachel fun and, scott. and rachel and scott our crew was awesome. And just like all those shows, everybody that was around us was amazing. And this goes out to the cutie that was sitting behind us on Saturday night. Chris, Aww. if you end up listening to this, reach out like I told you to. If not, never mind. <laughs> and then the other one that stood out was the guy that was in front of us. Yes, with the hat. Dude. Which was it was on Sunday night. Was it Sunday night with where the he red shirt? Man, he was drinking. He had the full like Billy Strings look with the trucker hat, the hair pulled up, that polyester shirt, the, the <laughs> shirt like a, like a kind of a bowling uh, mechanic type shirt. And he was stumbling and wasn't talking the best. As soon as the music started, he started. He was swinging his girl around. He was dipping swing her. dancing. Yeah, he was like almost swing dancing to it, and it was it just was amazing to see the dude, vibe. Dude could barely stand up, but he could fucking cut her it, up. It reminded me of like the musicians in the past, like when they're worried about like you know like, like Ozzy, like Ozzy, Keith Richards, or somebody like they can't even talk, and then they shove him out on stage, and the music starts, and bam, they're on. It was great to and see, and that that seemed what the whole weekend was like. As soon as everything started, it was like bam, everybody was on. So. Just thank you to everyone, like Mel said, to Circles, and congratulations to Circles for being there at Red Rock for the first time. Thank you to the whole group, Green Sky, and thank you to Railroad Earth for blowing my mind. I'm a forever fan now. <laughs> that, that was amazing. And to Holly, to get a share Holly Bowling's Aww. first moment up there in Colorado where she lives, to get to take that stage and slay it like she did. That... Mm -hmm. whew, I will never forget it. I want to share one story that happened that um, Sunday night because it was, you know, you talk. Well, let me just let me just say it. I went to the bathroom, which if you've been to Red Rocks, you know that the bathrooms are not close. So we were literally sitting in 
like row 20. So like in the middle of the like center stage and also in the middle of the seating. So I make my way out, go down the first flight, second flight. Anyway, I start coming back and this woman looks over at me. She says, hey, do I know you? And I was like, no, but you look familiar. And she's like, hmm, where are you from? And so I was like, oh, I'm from Portland. So we're walking and talking at this point now, walking up the stairs kind of like slowly. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, you can't fucking breathe. <laughs> nope. And um, anyway, she's, she asked if, if, I'm from, uh, if I've been to Hornings. And I was like, yeah, I've been to Northwest String Summit. And she's like, oh, well, maybe it's from there. And I was like, I don't know. So we keep continue to walk. And she's like, I like you. And I was like, I like you too. So we start chatting more. And then she starts talking about the sun or the, I'm sorry, the moon and how amazing it is. And how we need to sit and take it in, like to really just look at it. And I was like, well, why don't we take a picture to commemorate this moment? She's like, no, we need to look at it. I was like, let's do both. So I take a picture and then we both turn around and just like start staring at the moon. And she's like, can you even believe it? And I was like, yes, we're here right now. Like this is real life. And so she was like, oh my God, thank you for sharing this moment for me. So we're like getting deep real quick and then she says to me that she's a second grade teacher from Colorado Springs and that she's been losing her optimism lately and her ability to reason because things just don't seem reasonable anymore and she was really really losing her her faith in just humanity life humanity things that matter and she was kind of really in a down kind of a way. And after our conversation, I mean, we, we, we went on her and I went on for a while and we ended up taking more pictures and I emailed her and hopefully you'll listen to this. And I don't remember your name, but I know you have mine cause I texted it to you. Um, we just had this amazing exchange of positive energy back and forth. And it really truly was like the ACDC, like, the battery just charging itself, our conversation. And so the last moment we're going to about to take our last selfie and the music is starting. We need to go back to our seats, to our parties. And one woman looks over at us. She says, you two are so beautiful. Can I take your picture? And I was like, of course. So we do our, finish our selfie, hand it to the lady. The lady takes our picture and it's perfect. And we hug and she's like, I needed this conversation so bad tonight. Thank you so much. And let's pick this up. And so I went away from that conversation just thinking if that was the only reason I went to Red Rocks, then that was worth it. If I flew, you know, three hours to Colorado and climbed up these stairs and did all that just to make that lady happy to go back to teach to those, you know, second graders and inspire them, then that's what it's all for. And I just want everybody to remember that, that those small um, interactions are why it's so important and such a good time to congregate and be around others. And I know that that can be controversial in our age right now, what, what we're living with, but we need that so much because that not only fed her it fed me I'm sure the story will feed some of you out there and it's certainly going to feed her second graders because I know she got charged up not just from the show but our conversation and the moon and the environment and just being reminded that we're like 
all one and that we're people and that we need each other and that stopping for a three to five minute conversation can change the course of your day or even your life. So I just wanted to say thank you to her, to my second grade teacher from Colorado Springs. <laughs> um, and thanks for sharing that moment with me before um, or at second set. That was when it started back up and it was just incredible. So, so the moral to this intro is if you haven't been to Red Rocks, you need to go. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. what this all boils down to. Do it. Go have a spiritual experience. Yeah. At Red Rocks. We all said after, who was it? Mel, who was it that said I'd go see anything there? I'd go see the Wiggles. Oh, yeah. I saw the Mel said I'd go see the Wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter who's there. Just, the Wiggles would be dope at Red Rocks. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would. All right. Let's let's not wiggle anymore. Let's do the business. Yeah. You ready? Let's get into Family Mystic. Follow us on all the social media platforms at No Simple Road. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com no and check it out, man. All the back episodes are there. All the new episodes are there. You can get No Simple Road merch, merch. there. You can sign up for the newsletter. Pretty cool. Newsletter. You could do that. And you can call 971-808-1524. That number again is 971-808-1524. 1524. The tepid line. That is our Google voicemail line. You can call and tell us any story you want. Yeah, tell us about the story at Red Rocks like I did. You listen to this every week. You hear us say it. You have a story. Every single one of you. We just saw a bunch of you and met a bunch of new people up there. Or this show's a um, family mystic show. If you've been to a family mystic show, call us up and tell us how your um, show went at Mount Tabor or any of the other spots that... They've um, performed at Keezy Square. They've done a lot of fun stuff. They so. played on the strip in Vegas. Dang. 971-808-1524. Okay. Now, here's the really important stuff. No Simple Road is growing. We need you to go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That is how we pay for the show. We haven't had any new Patreon subscribers lately, and we need your help, guys. For real. If you're new to the show... Consider giving a buck a month. If you're old to the show and you aren't donating, consider giving a buck a month. It's yeah. called Cute Dollars on No Simple Road. Cute Dollars. When you sign up on Patreon, you become a Chan donator. There's all kinds of gifts and extras up there. So patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. That's how we pay for the show and keep doing this and keep bringing you content and keep meeting you at shows and spreading love and community and all the fun stuff that we get to do together. So if you believe in what we're doing, consider it, you guys. And yeah. If you want to do something for the show that doesn't cost anything, you can go to Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you're listening to us on and leave us a review. Apple Podcasts, most importantly, leave us a five-star review. Go on there, type a few words. Hey, I love No Simple Road. You guys rock. Or uh, when I listen we to No a, Simple Road, I smell patchouli and B.O. Whatever. We, yeah, we have a 4.9 rating on um, Apple Music. That's really? pretty, like, perfect. Yeah. yeah. As, as good as you can get besides a five star. I was going to say, no, it's not. A 5.0 well, would be as good as you can get. But I mean, I'm going to just consider it a five star, but it, I know that it's 4.9. Yeah, already. so go over there and help. Well, that, that room, there's always room for improvement. Yeah. Nothing's perfect. Right? We're 4.99. It's fine. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. <laughs> but if you go over there, you could leave us five stars, and that'll help that 4.9 get, get to the 5.0. So, yeah. And it also helps other people find out about the show. So that's that's a thing. And that's the most important thing that we always ask, too, is the best way to get the show out there. If you like our show, tell some friends, have them tell friends. We've had so many different guests. We've done so many different things. There's something for everybody on here. My dad digs it. Yeah. Our dog digs it. 
Well, he's actually part of the show, so he has to dig well, it. My friend there. digs it. Yeah. Your mom <laughs> digs it. No. Anyway, guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen, people, humans, pets, and friends, you guys, I love you, and thank you for listening to the show and putting up with us, because you know what? It would be a weird life if you all weren't in it, and I am really grateful for each mm-hmm. and every one of you. So We're thanks. all getting back out there, man. Yeah, Woo. Super cool. I can't wait to see all you at all the shows we have coming up. And uh, if you see us out there, make sure you come over and give us a, a big old hug because that's where it's at. Should we get into the interview? Yeah. All right. All right. You ready, everybody? Ready. Without ready, everybody. further ado, the No Simple Road Crew gives you Family, Family Mystic. Mystic.
Welcome. Welcome. What's up, everybody? Hello. Welcome Hello. to the porch. To the house. To the house. <laughs> to the show. Let's see. Let's go around the circle. Well, let's say oh, first, yeah. of, first of all, this is Apple. And Mel. <laughs> what? And Aaron. Oh. <laughs> of No Simple Road. And today we have family mystic with us a band God from damn, up here that was all professional in the portland area yeah we, we always just he, we start to just rush in and then 10 minutes in we realize oh nobody introduced themselves we're just talking i've never done that so well, we, we have family mystic here they have joined us on the porch we're actually on the porch again like we used to do thank you for being so, the very first ones um wow. since all this madness has happened thank you thank you well we had a couple but like, i feel like this is a new year I feel like this well, is... Well, this is the first time we had a band, like a full band. Full. We've had members yeah. and... 11. Yay. What's right. up? So, like we said, we have Family Mystic here and we'll start. We'll let you guys go around and introduce yourselves. Little cute. You want to go first, right Love? Yeah. <laughs> Pass it over to Love. Yeah. It's so great to be here with all of you. I'm Love. I'm playing keys and vocals and family mystic and it's a real hoot and a half playing with you guys we've been touring all summer and Aww. having a grand old time we've been watching <laughs> all right who's next um my name's matthew and i play the electric bass and sing and um that's that, that's that. <laughs> my name's tommy i play the drums in family mystic um Making music with my best friends. And I'm really grateful to be here. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Hey, what up? I'm Marcelo. I play the electric guitar and sing. What's up, Marcelo? <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling you guys earlier, man, like <clears throat> the way I found out about you was actually through Instagram. Um, it was the day after we had had a party here at the house and I was kind of spun and sitting out here and scrolling through and, and, saw your video for um it's the one where you're in the river okay and uh was just really taken aback by what i saw like um it really reminds me of uh stuff that i saw like growing up of the dead doing their thing when they were young young like I'm talking like 65, 66 and for a band, like to be able to feel music through a screen is something special, at least for me, like I all through the pandemic, like with the live streams and stuff, I'm just not about it. Like it's not the fucking same thing. I don't get it. it. It's there's like some piece missing for me. You're old fashioned. Well, that too, but like, I can't fucking feel it. There's no like energy exchange on one of those. Exactly. There's video of people playing to another screen. The camera, that's it, trying to portray, you know. Right. And so this, that's what's missing, I think. Totally. The energy exchange of the crowd giving energy to the performers and the performers giving it back, you know. So to be able to like tap into that just on a random fucking Sunday morning sitting out here from you guys that never met you before. That's special to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, Oh fuck, there's something going on there. And 
so I reached out and I was like, Hey, I really fucking dig what you guys are doing. And we'd love to have you on the show. And, uh, like, because you live in Portland, it seems silly to do this zoom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, just fucking come to the house. <laughs> and, uh, so ever since we've been watching what you guys are doing, like keeping, keeping tabs and, and watching how your summer is going. So I want to start with like the, the whole school bus thing. I want to, I want you guys to tell, tell us the story of the school bus and, and like what went down. Who wants to tell a story? I, I feel compelled. Yeah. Let's Heck go. Yeah, let's well, so in uh, like April or May, we had some farm work out in Missouri. We had an opportunity to go out there. So we drove out there, five of us in Marcella's van and we were doing these long hauls. Like we drove from Albuquerque to Missouri in one shot. Cause we were just trying to get out there and it was like a 20 hour or like, it was like 18 to 20 hours, I believe. Oh shit. A lot Something. of fun. It was a lot of fun. And we like drove through the night, took shifts, had a bed in the back. It was definitely like a push, but we were driving through Kansas at six in the morning and Marcelo and I had a shift up there, just us two up front. And we were just talking, like we were getting ready to do a tour around the country. And we we're like, wow, it'd be dope if we had a mini school bus down the road. And we, he went on Craigslist and the first thing that was posted was this bus and it was just like perfect. And so on our way back, we got it and within like 500 miles, we had like fuel injector issues and all these things, all these hurdles, but we did it and we just through playing music, like had the abundance to freaking pay for it and hit wow. the road and we hit the road and just like, had so many hurdles. It was so comfortable and beautiful. We painted it blue. It's and it beautiful. Was, it was our home on the road. And Her name was uh, Katara. Katara. <laughs> oh. If you all ever watched the Avatar Last Airbender, you know, mm -hmm. the water bender, Katara. Yep. Yes. <laughs> the healer. Oh, so okay. It's, when you're on the road, there's there's one one member, one like permanent member missing today. Yeah, uh, so Leonard, Leonard Thomas Bowen III, okay. he's our saxophone player, and he's also getting into vocals, so we do five-piece harmonies, and he's the sax man. He rips yeah. it. Where's, okay. Leonard, where's Leonard today? He is stuck in California. Okay. okay. <laughs> Shout out, Leonard. He went down to get, Love you, uh, Leonard. He so went down to get uh, a camper shell for his truck so he, he could stay in that for the time being. He's been, he's been really honing in on that low bass. Singing, dude, in the that mix. sax yeah. brings really cool. something special to the music too, man. It it really like it ups the game. Yeah. Like you guys are already really fucking amazing, <laughs> but you throw that in there and it's like, oh shit! Now now everybody's dancing. <laughs> well, that's what you said. What you say earlier? Uh, well, I said when any time a band adds a saxophone player, that means you want to party. That is, <laughs> if you don't have the sax, it's great, and it, you could still party. But a sax is a home run. It's Pushes a guarantee. The party. Oh, it's <laughs> so entertaining, right? You go off on these solos, and it's it's amazing. And so that element is really strong. And the fact that you do the harmonies, that's another really strong element. And your messages is a really strong element. And I want to get into all of those things because you all clearly seem like very driven, focused people, all, all of you. I mean, intense looks happy, but like I see that there's a lot of hard work in those eyes. 
And it's really dope to be, I'm honored to be sitting across from you and hearing about your journey because we're, we're planning a journey very similar. No Simple Road is. And so to hear about yours is very inspiring to us. Mm -hmm. And also to see the love that you've been bringing out and making, like I said, people dance in those, moving their feet, smiling. That is some, that's the best. I mean, well, what you, I what know we need money to live, but that is something that you need to live too. Remember yeah. when we talked to the, the uh, when we were talking to Higgs years ago and asked him how they kind of got over the threshold. It's what she just said, like we see with you guys here at the music seat in your eyes. Now you're sitting here. They're like, it didn't work until we were all 100%. Till we like, like, okay, we're going to have to struggle and it is what it is. And here we go. We're going to live in the van. We're all going to come like what you guys are doing. And that's what made them get past that threshold of just a gig here. And they're like, like we get serious. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about doing as soon as we can is being like hundred well, percent, you know, jump on the bus and leave. Yeah. <laughs> so what started it? What started the band? How did it come together? Marcella and I went to Oregon Country Fair together. That's how it started. Whoa. Well, how many we years met, ago? So we met March 1st, 2019, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I had another band called Soul Rhythm, and Love had a band called Onion the Man. And <laughs> But at the time, so I played a show at the Big Lugrowski with Soul Rhythm, and Love was doing a solo set. Um as love being so he's just by himself on keys playing and we met and we waltzed to our f other friend's band flying caravan so we did a dance and they had a waltz song and we the waltz and we're like oh yeah we kind of connected and then <laughs> we went we went to oregon country fair like i said and let's hear about what your was that experience wait, yeah, for you love wait hold on but before you start i want to hear your <laughs> your take on this waltz here <laughs> it was super dreamy i believe it was a three-person waltz it wasn't any old waltz oh it was like a three-person well, started with two and then we we added but yeah we like went to ocf and neither of us had ever been before and it was like our first time kind of jamming and we just had a couple guitars in the campground and we were just playing and having a lot of fun and I remember people were like, well, are you guys in a band? And we're like, hmm. we, we decided. Yeah, everyone like, kept asking. <laughs> so the seed, the seed was planted the seed was there. Planted like, OCF, yeah. We affirmed it there. We're like, we're starting a band. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, those are holy that, ground. I was just going to say, that's pretty fertile ground to plant the seed for a band is yeah. that that place man that was our both our first time going to yeah to Oregon Country Fair yeah. mind blown so 2019 yeah. yeah, you guys we just met Lester. March 2019 that, that to me and I like we said with your guys' sound I mean it seems like you've been playing together for years we get that a lot just tight <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yeah sorry okay so, so the story goes so the band so we started. started we did our first show as a love being or actually, our first show, we changed the name that day, The Family Mystic. Yeah. And we had another drummer. Um, but we manifested. We're like, we didn't have a bass player. So we did our first show with Love on keys, and he had Lefty on the bass. So his synth keyboard bass. was split. Yeah, the synth bass. It's a so it's just drums, guitar, keys, and left on the bass. But we had affirmed. I was like, I think we're going to find our bass player at this festival. If you want to talk about the festival, uh, Love put on a festival. Okay. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. I organized a small music festival in the Portland area 
for four years. It started in my family's backyard when I was like living with them and they were out of town. I was like, I could do music in the backyard when my folks are out of town. (laughs) (laughs) And and then it grew into this like incredible, we had like 400 people on five acres one year out in Washougal, Washington and like 18 local bands and camping and workshops and vendors and all the thing. Wow. And then the final year we did it, we just did it at this cool art collective called the Pegasus Project in Portland, which is no longer. Wow. But it, that was our first show. September 21st. 2019. 2019, that was our first show. Yeah. yeah. So, d- <clears throat> uh, okay, hang on a minute. Well, what was the name of the festival? It's called Onion Music Festival. Okay. What's the significance of onions? <laughs> well, the band was Onion the Man. And yeah. It, and it was... Really spontaneous and like we thought of the name and we were like high in the kitchen hanging out. Had a show before we had a band name. We're like, what do we call ourselves? There's a lot of different layers to that name. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> super fun music. But this is this is what I'm doing now more frequently. Yeah, well and this I mean this is what came out of that, right? Like Yeah. It's it's a trip to know that you guys have only been playing together since 2019. Don't fucking stop. <laughs> if, if, I give, if I can give you any advice, please don't fucking stop. Like, you guys have something really special, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, what you're sure. putting out there is is like sweet. medicine. Yeah. Especially very, for right now. Very sweet vibes is what we need right now. From specifically from you guys you all yeah like seriously specifically i think you know because we're so inundated with lots of information lots of choices lots of things to look at we sometimes forget how special our input is like just our specific one not that it has to look like anything at all it's just the fact that you're contributing because it does touch some person and that person causes some kind of, I don't know, ripple somewhere else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you are all doing it and you find each other together and you're making this sound together, that's like something showing itself and allowing it to like bless others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially like with the content that it's not just fun. Like I love mindless, mindless music also, <laughs> you know, like jump, jump, jelly bean, you know, whatever. Like, and then there's nothing, you know, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Jump, there's jump, jelly bean. there's some music know, out there that has just got mo. beat and some crazy ass lyric like in the middle, but you guys are really promoting something beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, See, that, uh, I told you, I told you. <laughs> Marcelo had that ear open, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 what I was gonna say. The music, where does the music come from? How how do you all contribute to that? <laughs> Let's hear it. Come on. <laughs> well, we have kind of like an expansive background. I think of like musical taste, and like individually have put our toes and our hands in like different kinds of genres that we feel bored meaning meaning from and. I have grown up with like a jazz classical interest and in my earlier years I was really into punk rock and really aggressive uh you know straight just yeah. like really just <laughs> aggressive it's still fun sometimes yeah, oh yeah it's great stuff right? I still love it and and then I just got really into to jazz and uh 
Although it's like something I think you don't ever stop learning, especially just as an artist. You, you never just stop learning. But like, yeah, the attraction to jazz is just. <laughs> what start? What started yeah. that? Yeah, uh, I think it was um, Bill Evans, um, which is, you know, <laughs> notorious for like soloing in such a unprecedented way in his time where it was just like small blocked chords usually um the doubling of an octave mm-hmm. and then in in between the octave on the piano he would be playing tight voicings and he would solo in that way and improvise in that way and it was just novel and i don't know there was one tune of his it was a uh, uh, green dolphin street standard and yeah it was just the most beautiful solo i've ever heard it was uh how old were you at that time? I think I was 22. Yeah. It's, we say, rung your bell. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. that. Right. It just oh. like, I want to do that thing. Brought that inspiration <laughs> to like such a level of like, you know, like, oh man, there's so much more to life that like I can you give can myself express. to. Yeah. yeah. That's well, awesome. I was just, having this start in 2019, like you guys start practicing start playing shows and then the fucking pandemic hits mm-hmm. right i would think for a lot of younger bands that would be it yeah. like well fuck we can't do anything now we just started fuck it let's i got i'm gonna go drive grubhub or whatever i think it kind of made us think of more creative ways to play mm-hmm. and reasons to play mm-hmm. and like we're doing uh We've been doing a lot of park shows and we invested in battery powered amps because there's no venues, but we see it as people need music. Oh, yes. So in the bringing war. it to parks, yeah, bringing it to the people and, you know, free shows and people donate and keep us going and people are dancing and, you know, people who wouldn't necessarily be at like um, venues. Is, you know, people are just in the park. It's an outdoor space. People feel safe there. Yeah. And then people are just chilling in the park with their kids or anyone walking through the park. They're like, whoa, I heard you guys from a mile away. Like, I just walked over here. I was just hanging out in the park. So it kind of, you know, made us play creatively. We're like, well, shoot, we don't have to book anything. We could just pop up wherever we want, which is That's exactly awesome. what we've wow. been doing. So is that, was that the idea about uh, behind, like, going in, in the in the bus like yeah, the we could just fucking was, go wherever and was play pop wherever pop-up renegade style dude that's <laughs> we don't no booking so if things happen like over the the bus broke down well let's change our route and there's no venue improvise. gonna yeah it was, improvise yeah improvise. improvise that is key and it's like not just musically yeah, no. Everything. It's all it's all in the same thing. Yeah. So when you do that, it opens your life up for magic to start happening. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're right? making magic, guaranteed. I I like to say that we're a band of wizards. Oh hell yeah, a band of That's wizards. <laughs> we're talking about that this morning. You guys got a vibe about you know. I got to back up a second because we're we're, beep, we're very excited beep, to talk to you guys. Beep. We went right over. We got the first half of the band forming, and then we went on to another question. These two talked how it started, but then how it all came together. Well, the favorite part is uh, we got so these two, Matt and Tommy, they're brothers. What? And, uh, yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? No. no. 
I said that earlier. Okay, you weren't I don't pay all. Attention to you. Okay, I, I said it this morning when we were all out here talking. Okay, one of my favorite brothers. thing I've always dreamed of is like playing in a band where the bass and drums are brothers. Come what? A, come a little what? Closer. That, yeah, that's so specific. Marcelo, come a little closer. Oh uh, well, one yeah. of my dreams has always been perfect to play in a band where the bass and drums are brothers, like um, like Bob Marley, the Wailers, the bass and drum mm-hmm. drummers, and it's like I think there's something else where it's like. They grew up together. There's some psychic connection there, and like the bass and drums yeah. drive everything, you know. Like, so moving back to the festival, we're like we're gonna manifest a bass player, and Matthew was the f- was you said he was the first person to buy a, a ticket to Onion yeah, Music Festival. He was one of the first. Oh really? Yeah. People. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I and I saw Thanks, his Matthew. name, and I was like, wow. <laughs> he had a picture of himself playing bass. I think on your. Social media. On my Instagram? Yeah. yeah. So I met Matthew at Onion Fest, and I didn't know he was the bass player Love was talking about. And I was playing hacky sack with him. And all what? <laughs> and I didn't even know. And then when we ended up, like, rehearsing with Matthew, and I was just like, oh, dude, you were playing hacky sack. Like, like oh, yeah, I remember you, you know. Yeah. What? Uh, what? <laughs> okay, that's good. And we had another drummer. We've been through multiple drummers, and Tommy was originally uh, – I played percussion for a year. Yeah. Because so Matt was like, hey, my brother plays plays drums, and or, you know, he's going to play percussion. And our first show all together was November 29th or 30, somewhere between 29th and 31st. My first time meeting Marcelo, I played a show with him. <laughs> Holy what? God. What? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he played <laughs> uh, the cajon. And we, it was our drummer didn't, we had got a new drummer from the previous time and he was in a lot of bands, so he didn't make it. And we were doing these, like some house show stuff. And we did an event called the Bizarre Bazaar. And yeah, Matt invited Tommy and Tommy crushed it on the cajon. He had never heard our songs when he played with us, but he was Matt's brother and he just, just came. Slid he right just came in. to the house show and yeah. like. Okay, somebody needs to give usually, Tommy the mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, let's hear, hear about the, this, man. My experience, yeah. I mean, after that show, I was like, you know, what got you to the show in the first place? Um, a car. Just the opportunity to play with musicians. I think I, I come from like going to school for music. I was studying vocal performance, and I did a lot of singing in high school, and I was in a lot of choirs. And so when I got out of that, and I decided to drop out. I just kind of pursued my own music and was playing a lot of piano. And at first he asked me to like play, play percussion and, and sit in with family, family mystic. And I was really hesitant at first. How come? But, um, I think it was just fear, fear of like not believing in myself. I've come a long way with that. Okay, now. good. Yeah. yeah. But you, sh- you, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope yeah. you look back and look. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, wait. no, but that's, a, that's a learning process. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's, try to see it as an opportunity to grow and work out my my karma and all the things but yeah the first show i played with them it energetically felt so positive and after it like love was like yeah you're in the band <laughs> and it just it just kind of confirmed and it started snowing that night too it's really magical omen. yeah it's a good omen mm. yeah that snow is so special. let's go back to you said work out your karma oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Explain that to me. Well, I think we all do things that aren't, I guess, I don't know. In my perspective, I see things um, 
immoral with decisions and I feel like I gain karma from that and I think to work it out is to do good mm. so spreading love is spreading love and doing what I'm doing is like the best way to to heal heal yourself well, yeah. we could end now heal him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah heal yourself and heal others but I learned a great that's deal from my brother he's he's a mentor for me that's awesome you two both have such uh, a sense of calm and it's I, I'm shocked. I'm glad I didn't know. I'm so glad that I didn't realize that you two are brothers because I just individually, there's a very strong energy. And then you both have these specific animals on your shirts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> both tank tops, too. Wow. I, I mean, it's the same shirt, except. We got a tiger uh, in the bear. Yeah. And yeah. the cutoffs. It's what I'm saying. That's really cool. I'm so, energetically, you you match up and you have, like, because you're both calm and you, you, it's Marcelo, it's like what you were saying. They have a synergy or some kind of deeper connection um, that yeah. it anchors. The whole band. An energy. It anchors like the energy field that you're in. That's pretty damn strong. Well, and it goes back to what I was talking about too, like. And it's the rhythm and the beat. That, but like. (laughs) That's, you know, the foundation. That's not nothing. A lot of the stuff that people are seeing out there today is the bigger name bands, you know, like Fish and Dead and Company and Goose and whatever. And. There's a definite energy to that music. That's why people flock to it. That's why it's popular. That's, you know, that's why it's the scene that it is. And that's for me, like, I've been going to shows since 89. Like, my first Grateful Dead show was in 1989. And, like, that show completely fucking altered (laughs) my whole life, right? And so I've been a part of this thing and seen it for a very long time. And so please take this as a compliment. So when young cats are doing that thing in a DIY fashion, right? Mm -hmm. And it's that powerful that it's coming through a fucking screen and hitting me on my porch. That's not typical. Like, Mm -hmm. I hope you guys understand. I keep saying the same thing, but I really want to like impress that upon you. Like that's not, there's a lot of fucking music out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a lot of music. There's a lot of shit there that's is. happening, and it's and it's constantly in our faces. And when there's something that like reaches out of the ether and scratches that itch in the back of your brain, like that's that's time to pay attention. Wow. And now after meeting you guys, I think I kind of understand a little more why because you're you're doing something that a lot of people don't do, and that's like giving yourself completely to the thing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. being improvisational with life and not just the music that you're making. It's not calculated. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's very leaving it up to the universe where yeah, fucking no things script. land, man. And that's, that's pretty bold. It's fucking gnarly. And, it's about and time. Yeah. Also, it's a, it's a hard, it's a totally different. I love you, man. It's about time. Well, I mean it, it for everybody because yeah. usually you get the like, what he's talking about you have to like hope that the record company catches you know you catch their attention it's almost like the damsel in distress with the knight in shining armor so you're the musician who wants this record deal you are just wanting to play and give energy and then you're receiving it back in order to get you to your next adventure to do that 
And for however long you one of you says, okay, I'm done, or all of you are like, yeah, this was cool, or it continues till you have another body, you know? Mm-hmm. That wow. is what I'm talking about. That's what it's time for. That's about time. Yeah. I'm so proud of all you for individually deciding that. Because even though you're brothers, you have to individually decide, like, yeah. <laughs> if you had a girlfriend or wh- whatever's going on in your <laughs> lives, you got to wrap things up and just kind of like yeah. everybody had to do that for their own life. <laughs> and yeah. to do it at the same time in, in the world, do you know what I mean? Like, you're under the same umbrella in the same time zone, in the same city. All of you gave up the same amount for the at that same time. And it's during this time. Mm. Like, COVID, pandemic, yeah, weird stuff. alien shit, like, you know, changes <laughs> in the weather. Like, you know, all, like you guys decided Crazy. to do it now. A lot of things, yeah, a lot of things to make you not yeah. want to, like Aaron was saying, being a young band would be tough through this. It might make you want to give it up. But you guys are like, no, we need to go. Yeah, talk about the energy. Let's get even weirder. stronger. Well, yeah, talk yeah. about the energy that that is that you have that's bringing this up like where is that coming from as far as for all of you maybe individually and as a group because that's not you can't just like decide that and you don't got the goal for it you know it's kind of like oh it's a song it's cool if i might do be that cool for a minute no no well i think i think it's collectively i think it's a great opportunity to kind of double up on the opportunity to like play music but also to i think do healing work because by making like free music in parks public wide open spaces where people can like freely connect with the earth and then to act as like i like to see it as like shamans we're just kind of like playing the scrolls of music that create this potential of healing and that's how i feel our music is like and i think if you combine this like spiritual aspect of like i'm doing good or greater work for the whole um not only by like creating that energy but also playing groovy music that has this classic vibe that just brings back a nostalgic time of just un, you know fun fun yes. yeah. yeah when yeah. it was it's free kind of to dance and just have fun and you didn't care about what time it was or what your hair looked like when you're a little kid and you dance there's nothing better than that you make dumb faces you like fall down and get back up and then you you top on one foot and that's fun and you know like you're free is the point yeah. And what did you smoke before the show today? I just took <laughs> some dread bread. Yeah, the right. dread bread. I, I agree too. I think these park shows are really special too because there are kids there. There's families there, mm-hmm. and they're able to experience music. And I've thought about like, wow, there's a pandemic, and there's kids growing up, like little kids growing up, and they're scared of people. They're scared to go out. They're yeah, you it's know, a real thing. And for a little kid to see music and be able to dance and like go up and be like what it what's going on what is this and <laughs> i'm just at the Aww. park and now there's music and now there's little kids and blowing bubbles it. and they're feeling it and that's one of my favorites is when the little kids start dancing because sometimes mm. there's not a crowd yet first set it's real mellow and little kid comes up like wow what, what is this you know they're the, the kids they're your the biggest cheerleaders and kids and are the best yeah for that. And you wonder you're like was that that first was that that little kid's first time i ever seen live music we just talked to um this guy michael palmazano he's like a youtube guitar teacher reaction guy and he's way he, more than that though yeah and he so but he more. had a he had a kid during during the pandemic and um the night we talked to him 
they had just gotten back from their first baseball game with the kids, right? So this baby is like 18 months, 18 months, 18 months born like one week before lockdown. Right. Said. Wow. And so like the baby, <clears throat> they took him to the playground at the, at the baseball game and the baby didn't know how to act around other kids playing because it had never been around other people. And so just think about that in that's healing, like in you the said. same way as what you're talking about with your park shows. So those people are coming out of lockdown into the parks mm. and bringing their families, being around people for the very first time, a lot of times. And that's what they're getting. And you're smiles. what they're greeted with. Oh. Smiley, happy music, smiles, the park. It's, I mean, that is magic and medicine at it its best. Really well, is. I, I, you may have already said it, but what was the, I mean, that's not the typical way to go about having a band. Hey, let's just fucking pop up wherever and throw shows. And who gives a fuck if anybody comes or sees it? I don't even care. Let's oh, just yeah, go. Not at all. Where, did that, where does that come from? It's, um, yeah, go ahead. It's kind of, it was just our way to play music, like, amidst COVID. Mm. Um, because when we're in parks, people can be as distanced as they please. Yeah. And we try to play in spaces that are very open so people can feel mm -hmm. comfortable. Um, and, yeah, we just all, like, made a group decision to invest in these battery-powered amps. So it was a need for, for yourselves and the community. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, it, how did you identify this need? I mean, music's what we do. It was it was, it was at a time uh, when the pandemic started in March in 2020 that like I think as a band we were we were going very up and we were experiencing rapid growth in our playing and in our community and we were just like at a position where we just finished a short tour and we we're getting the ball rolling and then and then it like came at the perfect time to like kind of create like, you know, a slowdown, I guess. Yeah. And so since then we just yes. had, you know, we just wanted to keep it going. But luckily the technology also at the same time is just so happens to be in our favor. You know, portable PA systems are just <laughs> amazing. And Matt found the first one. I, the I did. I found the first one and then I Matthew, told him about thank it. Matthew, thank you. <laughs> thank you Bose for that. What did you even look up to find that? Um, yeah. I, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I just looked up portable PA, battery powered. Okay. And I just wanted to see, you know, what kind of things existed. And yeah, what's out there even. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, it's, it's fresh. It was fresh at the time. So well, during during that we we had another drummer, and it was probably December of 2020. We were going to go on our second tour, so we had went on our first tour in February, um, and then pandemic happened March. That was like our last show was March 15th. The next day it was like lockdown. Okay. But so December, we were going to do another tour with these as a test run with these battery powered amps, and that's how Tommy became. A, our full-time drummer because our other drummer wasn't really he's great drummer great musician and we we're doing you know five-piece harmony still but he he didn't want to he didn't he didn't want yeah, to do the tour he didn't want to yeah. do the tour he yeah. was scared he there's all kinds of things going on it was a that's fair you know very fair and he we, moved out so you could slide on in there yeah you know <laughs> seriously sometimes so glad he did like Wait till y'all hear how long he's been playing drums. How long have you been playing? Uh, it's like 
10 months? What? <laughs> you all are talking like this is over the past 20 years. Oh and this is like 10 Wait, months, eight months. Just for everybody listening. <laughs> look. If Not you, that it matters. If you haven't, seriously, I'm, I'm talking to all you. you. <laughs> just listen to me. If you haven't listened to these guys play, stop the interview. Stop right now. Go, go to go band listen camp, and then come go, back. Go on Spotify. Go listen to them. Mm-hmm. And then come back to the interview and finish it. Because... I want you to be just as blown away as we are right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what? So hold on, hold on. Guess how long Matt's been playing bass? All right, Matt, come on, spill the beans. Four years. Four years. So, right. so that bass is groovy AF. We yeah. came up with a term. Well, I want to make sure it's with this. Remember it. We call them the Sereno Prophecy. Whoa! <laughs> we do it on stage. They're the best. Mm. Tell everyone, like, I wanna, with their powers combined, they're the Serena prophecy. I'd like to talk about the spirituality aspect that um, you two bros are bringing in the mix, and where Absolutely. did that originate? And just as much as you're comfortable sharing, because yeah. we love talking about that on the show. We need that. We need a platform for it. We need a forum for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say my belief system is pretty closely aligned with esoteric Buddhism, and I believe that like there are uh, realms of reincarnation and I believe that is something we're part of and our souls can either I think generate virtue or karma which is like a negative form of energy and I do believe that enlightenment is uh, the consummation of total virtue and you have completely worked out your karma and I don't believe it's kind of just a state of mind but it's a total yeah capability of unlocking what it truly means to be a fully mastered controlled human being um but it's like fully fully realized i like where the train was going you don't have to that was it was i concur okay yeah no it was good (laughs) where did it come from man yeah oh it came from uh it it started when i was 22 there was a lot of change at that time but I, i started listening to Alan Watts mm. and a, a good friend of mine, Peter Olshner, told me about him, and we just started listening to him together. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, and then shout out Alan, Alan Watts, Watts is like notorious for just like being a spiritual entertainer, I think, more than a practitioner mm, right. of the Eastern mysticism ways of thought and Orientalism. But what really attracted me to, um, I guess, this frame of thinking is that um, uh, it promotes going inward, and I think by practicing inward experiences where you kind of turn off your brain and just like put your focus on nothingness. I think, no, I think, yeah, I think it does a great deal of good for you. And And yeah, being his brother too, he kind of, you know, introduces these concepts to me and I'm very and you're open. Ready to, yeah, I was going to ask you, you seem open. I'm you're, very open person. There's so no conflict between you brothers as far as like, you know. The there is some in the beginning okay. when we were younger, but. Oh, there's always. Yeah. 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 They're brothers. Yeah. 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 I, I, ju- I guess. I, there's beef. But we've, I've, okay. I've lived with him most of my life. And okay. We've yeah, we've just stuck more together than somehow. That's been good. Yeah. <laughs> Best friend. Yeah. yeah. You're lucky, man. It's, I'm very it's beautiful. Lucky. I got, yeah. I got <laughs> five brothers and I don't talk to We got two other brothers as well. Yeah. Their other brothers are also incredible musicians. Wow. Yeah, they have. Uh, my brother Andrew has a solo album out on Spotify, and my brother Phil um, is a producer. Wow, and he works with other artists. So, were your parents musical also? Yeah, they they used to lead worship at churches, and they. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's cool. Um, 
and they also used to play for homeless shelters. Whoa. So they were in the healing musical Mm -hmm. community themselves. My mom was a drummer too. Oh, she inspired me a lot. Wow. Shout out to all the mamas out there. Shout out mama. That's where we we like started playing music was in the church. Yeah. And they invited all the kids up and we just like had like a Sereno band kind of thing. It was, it's really cool. That's fucking rad. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's funny now. Like, <laughs> they, they, so many people that we've talked to and came out of churches. Yeah. That, and leading worship. You know what like church that. does? It Gospel provides music. an opportunity for you to perform mm-hmm. in a manner that's respectful. So it yeah. forces you to be serious about practicing. Because you don't want to be sloppy up there. That's not respectful. Mm-hmm. You want to do your best. And so it forces discipline in a very positive way. Very true. And it introduces that congregation like we always yeah. talk about, especially with religion. You know, that's what better. Yeah. You're not nervous in front of that. It's not like strangers. It's and you will know. If you, you do, go up. if you play bad, you will know. You'll get that. But you'll also be very praised and you'll help edify and bring up the spirit, which is one of the most important jobs on the planet. I think so too. <laughs> Bringing up the spirit in whatever demeanor, but musically is a very special thing. Well, thank you all. Oh my yeah. gosh. You thanks. brought up something too, when you were just talking about Buddhism and the, you know, the concept of no mind and you know, that space between the thought. Mm-hmm. Presence. And, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, if you're playing improvisational music, that's where you have to live. You know yeah. what I mean? As soon as you start thinking when you're playing improvisational music, everything goes out the window and you're fucked. Like that, you're talking about a train wreck. Yeah. Mm. But when you can get in between that and exist in that kind of in between space, that's when the magic starts happening and the energy starts flowing. And that's when people feel it through the screen. Yeah. You know. Mm. Um, Do you care to talk about the changes that were going on that led you to this deep method of thinking? Not you don't have to be specific, but like you know, sometimes you know, like moving. I know you change as a person if you move locations. You just have to. You have to adapt. You whatever. Graduating makeups and breakups, those things change and alter. You know. So what kind of really pinnacle led you to such a a deep way of thinking? I think uh, what catapulted me out of, I guess, I guess into that was an extreme depression. And I think just going so low that it's it's a realization of what low feels like and then to try and get out of being low and then to feel what it feels to feel high and feel good and then to understand what you can do to stay high and stay good. It's just, uh, I guess, that, that, that was necessary for me is to get to such a low and to such a dark, sad place in my life where um, it was, you know, mostly existentialism the idea of just everything everything means nothing just, yeah, letting nothing. go and then it was like well, yeah. what's yeah. the point of being good and that was always my dilemma was like why be moral especially being, being brought up in a very kind of upright Christian background yes we're very <coughs> familiar with that yeah. Back, yeah. kind of background <laughs> I think a pinnacle point for me was like when I was suffering so much and you know I was listening to Ram Das and he was just saying you don't need to suffer you don't have to hold on to the attachments mm-hmm. and it was a huge turning point for me where I just started thinking differently and I could notice my like almost DNA just transforming and becoming more aware, which was 
And you were aware that you were suffering? Like, was that deep-pitted for you also? Yeah, and I, you know, I had this thing too where I would show my pain mostly to the people I cared about, and I realized that wasn't a cool thing to do uh, all the time. Wait, how do you realize that's a, a very specific realization? Um, with, with when, when you're expressing yourself and then you realize that wasn't the thing to do. Yeah, um, well, just because I would do it kind of in a way where I'd like bring my problem onto someone else and I think of it as a burden mm-hmm. but then I, I would step inward and he would encourage me he would challenge me to like get out of my head and not not um like put so much attention it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's like it's been an incredible lesson wow wow did he did he give you practical tips and applications to do for that um, he's like, yeah, he gave me a lot of resources okay. of people to listen to, but also just body language and the way we communicate. It's like psychic mm. and I can just tap into it. I feel like. So when you guys are all playing together, right? You're talking well, about, wait, wait, no, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang, on hang on, hang on, hang on. You're talking about a, a foundation of the band, right? And you have this connection when you're all playing together, do you guys feel like you're tapping into their thing or is it a group thing i think we're all connected each individually to each other in different ways Mm. we all bring out different parts of each other like love and i super connected and then you know they have their this connection and we've all kind of been get our alone time with each other and connect different ways and hear different things we do and you know I feel like improv music is like practicing psychic abilities and tuning in to what's going to happen. Because when we're all there doing it together, we're 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 not thinking, but we're we're um, kind of like surrendering or accepting. Like, say you have this thought pop up while you're playing, like I should go to this this section or this chord or this lick, and when you don't think about that, and you just go. It's probably because one of them sent it over, you know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, let's go here in your head. You're thinking it. You're like, I'm ready to, you know, go into this section or go into this portal, as I like to call them, open this door. Or if you're you're really actively listening and, you know, it's like, why was that thought there? Was it because I had that thought originally or did someone think it or we all thought at the same time? And I think it's um, trusting in that that's finding the muse yeah. you learn to just follow that yeah that's like oh yeah that is coming from that's what's we're all awesome you guys being so tight like, like that i mean i like to think of like when we're playing i try to do more listening than playing even if i'm playing very actively but try to have my first response to listen and then it's almost like 50 percent like i'm playing and you guys are all inspiring me to play what i'm playing in each moment because we play off each other and we're it's talking conversation and so when when did you all talk this through? <laughs> how, like, how do you know that? How do, how can you have such an articulate conversation now? When was the first time you guys discovered this? Um, for me, I discovered it in a previous band. Uh, That's right. You free to say previous life? No, previous <laughs> previous band. Like, I so I started getting into like. Uh, the Dead in 2016 I went to my first show and I was playing with uh, another drummer Todd and he had taught me a lot because he was into jam bands and kind of just connecting in that way and just I don't know listening to jam and music kind of 
I don't know, inspired me to think more outside and to go into these crazy spaces and portals and I don't know. I talk about it yeah. a, a lot. With, so with this them. is normal language for you. This is not everybody's the same. Some people have a, like I was had a head start, right? You know, maybe they started 10 minutes before you did or five minutes before you did. We're all going to the same place, but maybe not exactly at the same time. <laughs> so are any of you 30 yet? I turned 30 this year. Okay. So you're the oldest. In, okay. So under 30, and this is the vibe and message that you're putting out. Um, that's a pretty quick time to learn such strong ways of thinking and self-expression and healing modalities and uh, you see, you catch what I'm saying like well, I, I, I don't want to belittle you that I'm not saying that at all some people are just gifted and they're gifted but all at the same time I, I keep going back to this point all at the same time all the, because there's something rare about individuals a, a group of individuals that are at the same place at the same time with the, the same dream and the same you know a beautiful thing yeah yeah I, you know that oh my my question was when was this conversation or has it just been uh, i think it, it uh, psychically i think it evolved um as we played more mm. together okay you know i always have thought of um i don't know improv or jamming um i, I like i've told y'all this of like i was pictured as like a hallway with a bunch of doors and in that doors, so say someone does a um, someone does a lick or someone does something particular, that's like somebody, it's the key to each different door. Mm -hmm. So someone just put a key in a door and they open it, and then you'll you'll do it a few times and be like, did anyone did anyone hear that door open? <laughs> and then if they did, they'll respond with that same. Mm. same mode or thing and then like and then say if not everyone responded then you keep walking down the hall and then right. and then oh this well, this door just opened oh damn Matt just played that that's pretty cool oh Tommy jumped Tommy's on that door too damn Love's on that door well shoot let's all go through the door and then we're there you know <sighs> and we're in through that portal is how I've always envisioned it so check this you guys are really fortunate man because <gasps> First of all, to be able to have the language to discuss it is a big deal, at least to me. Like, yeah, not everyone understands it. No. no. And, and. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. So him and I have been friends since I was 12 and he was 14. Wow. Cool. And we would like... I'm 52 now. No, I'm almost 50. So we would, we would like buy journey. vials of liquid and sit in his room and go to outer space listening to Hendrix and the Doors and whatever. And that telepathic space, I had no idea that anybody else had ever found that space. 
I thought that that was like existed in this one spot on the planet. That's why going to my first dead show was such a fucking mind fuck because I walked in, it was an entire Coliseum filled with people doing that. And, oh yeah. And, and, and we like, were used to the same thing as like Matthew is saying, you know, that we were into, he was really into punk. I was really into metal. Yeah. We were like best friend. You know, I liked punk too. He liked metal, but that was our, he was, he had the more punk look. I had the more metal look and that's what we knew. And then the doors and Floyd, when we were tripping, Right. That, was, that was the stuff, you know, we didn't do that in public as much right. <laughs> as go into the other, you know, hardcore shows. And then. But walking into that first Dead show was like, uh, oh shit. Like, it's not just us. There's an entire fucking community of people here that are doing that thing. Can I ask you, what was your first Dead show? It was um, 2.10.89 at the LA Forum. And I walked in, and they were playing "Feel Like a Stranger." Oh hell yeah! Nice. And it was. And then he, and then he came back, and it took up. it took him a, over a year, year and a half to recruit me. I thought he'd gone fucking nuts. <laughs> so <laughs> I Fuck. came back and sold all my shit and bought a blue school bus. <laughs> wow, blue school bus too, eh? Yeah. And took off on the road. I was like, I never leaving this thing. Like I, I want to know everything about it. I. I want to be around these people all the time. This is my family. Why would I ever fucking leave? Like, so, you know, full circle sitting here with you guys. It's really fucking cool to be able to hear you talk about it. Just nonchalant. It's not that big of a deal. It seems as if music is a language that allows for the telekinesis to be a real thing and then the fact that you are all have such strong like duos and then singular and then a quadruple bond that there's a lot of things that are being said unspoken and then said musically and then said verbally it's almost like the last thing that needs to be said verbally probably between you guys i think it also kind of like overflows onto when we're not playing music too um probably because we're so connected while playing but like we're hanging out sometimes it's just we'll think the same thing we're writing a set just yesterday we're writing a set and i'm like i was thinking this i'm like wow i was literally thinking that as the next song too and so i was like me too we're like well, that's it well there know? it is how long so before you <laughs> became a band that you went like made the decision to go on tour go on the road oh well we had our first show with tommy uh the end of november 2019 and our first tour was february 2020 oh Okay. <laughs> no yeah. lag. No. Like, fuck that. That's I, rad. I think that, too, is, like, so Love and I, we were both, like, leaders in our old bands, and mm. we kind of knew what to do, I feel like. Yeah. It's like, I was doing all this by myself in my old band. I was booking and doing all this work, and same with you. And so we're like, well, we know what to do. Let's book a tour. Let's Let's do it. Let's go. Like, we got, wow. you know. We're super blessed. We got all these amazing players, and they're down. That's the main thing. Are you down? Having people who are mm -hmm. up to go and play. Because that was always sometimes in the past. is like, hey, I'm booking these shows. I got this. Oh, I don't know. Or, uh, well, I got to do this, take off work, or that. You know, and like, man, Tommy, they're just like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> That makes all the difference, man. That's so how difference. is it? How is it? And how has it been on the road? Like, 
uh, professionally and personally. Can I, wow. can I add something? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, in my in my perspective, it is I've come to realize I think I'm more more of a sacrifice. I think uh, to like condense. I I see it as you condense your free will to the groups, to the collectives, and you make a, a group consensus on how we're going to operate for the day, for the weeks, and it's a it's a big sacrifice because you, you you do lose a lot of alone time. And I'm a massive introvert, and I really gain energy by being alone, and so. It's for me. It's 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 a sacrifice, but it's a, it's 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 for the. I see it as like the greater good, and in and, and it's fun. It's fun as hell. Right. <laughs> we get along pretty well. It's hard though too. Sometimes it's like because I I'm similar. I could be extrovert, but then I also need to be alone to like recharge. So yeah. some days you know I'm grumpy. Some days I'm I'm super stoked. Some days I don't want to talk to anyone. You know, and that it, it affects all of us. You yeah, know, we go yeah. through things, but we. I think it's really special is we accept each other for all of our colors of the rainbow and we're like <laughs> we talk about it which yeah. is uh, important very important communication yeah, yeah. communication it's hard it's very hard to do it and for me too I'm like I'm I'm upset I don't want to I don't want to talk to no one I'm upset I don't want to announce well I'm stuck in a vehicle with you. Yeah. Where am I going to go? Like, I'm going to the back seat. You guys are going to the river? I'm going to sit here and not go to the river. You know? well, that's an amazing... That's and a, that's a true story. That's a true story. That's what it just happened. So I'm, like, nope, I'm going to stay here. At least, I can, oh, at least you can watch. The river sounds great. It's really hot, but I'm upset. So I'm going to chill by myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we punish ourselves when we're upset. May I chime in? Yes, yes. you you can't hold back the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like such a wild journey on the road, and we all go through the full spectrum of human emotions as everyone does. Yep, right. and we just try to cultivate a space of authenticity and like communicating from our hearts to the best of our ability, even when it's really hard. Yes, um, and. You what's know? one way that you push through when it's really hard? How do you, what's one example of how you can get past that? Um, I've been learning to listen. Okay. That's a great, yeah, it's an amazing. Learning to listen to, in life, just like to, you do in music. Yeah, like listening yours. to other people and listening to source, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. What do you call um, it? The universe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty f- um, like encompassing. There's uh, that I, captures it. I just yeah. yeah, I feel like there's something a lot more going on here than we can see. I so think So it's part of this lifestyle a part of that as well. Being on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've grown so much just in the last month of travels. Really? All the hurdles and all the beautiful moments like Mm. moments of sweet bliss with my best friends playing music for people and people are smiling and dancing and then flat tires also flat tires and like all sorts of yeah unexpected and and I try to just like see them they're so challenging and you'll get into these emotions of like sadness or frustration or whatever it is and like honoring that feeling but then also being able to see that it's an opportunity for in whatever form yeah <laughs> yeah for better that, or for that's worse when that is like when the flat tire happens and you're in the middle of nowhere and you have no money <laughs> and you're like okay what what now 
and you're you, not and, by and, yourself, and you want to fucking choke each other, <laughs> right? Because fucking you never gets that, never gets that, that bad. But you know what I mean, like where it's fucking frustrating, <laughs> and you don't know how it's gonna shake out. That's it's hard to just let go into whatever and be like, okay, it'll surrender. work out. It's it's tough, man. Yeah. Active surrender. Big lesson. Big surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another like big lesson I learned on the road, like when you're feeling all the feelings, is that like honoring my autonomy is also honoring everyone else's autonomy, and wow. like I'm only responsible for myself, and everyone like everyone's responsible for themselves, and so like all I can do is just like I try to just love. And just like to the best of my ability. Okay. Can I say something yeah. kind of based off of what you're saying is like bringing, uh, you said it, like bringing the listening to life, you know, using things we learn in music um, into the life. And I, I feel like sometimes we'll write these songs and they sometimes they just come out of nowhere, but they're kind of uh, lessons. Sometimes I'll use the songs as like, Oh, we're going through something, and then we're like, I'll say some lyrics of a song we sing to myself or to others. Like, kind of like when you were saying, like, you know, it's a chance to get better. It reminded me of both full lessons of like, you mm-hmm. know, there's the lyrics are when you're when I'm feeling down, it's a chance to get better. But like using kind of, I don't know if we if you think of writing as a channel, yes, coming through. That's how I write. I think, yeah, uh, when I think about it, it doesn't come out best but when i don't think about it and let it flow it Mm -hmm. comes out and using that as like something else is telling me like hey you're singing it like here's the answer here Mm -hmm. is comes organically yeah here is what or sometimes you don't even know you're like this song came out and then later a situation (laughs) happens and then you're like oh fuck oh that that's what those lyrics that's what we were saying like (laughs) oh damn you know and that's kind of like bringing the music to yeah. life or can I wow. bounce off that? Yeah. Like the music is such a powerful tool to transmute and transcend. And like, sometimes like we all go through, we all have shows as hard as it is to admit where like, sometimes you get there and we're just like, I don't want to play, man. Like we all go through it. Yeah. Or it's just like, we're down. And it's like, Oh gosh. But then like, it's called a bad the attitude. M- the music <laughs> helps like transform and like even if I'm transmute that like yeah you and even if I'm going through something like people will come up to us afterwards and like thank you so much like that really was so awesome for me and it's like wow even when I'm like in a like have a silly attitude or I'm feeling down people you like, still help still, people and, and and we kind of like I like to view like lyricism and songwriting as like we're kind of casting spells if you will with kinda? like spells Spelling words okay. on a piece of paper yeah. is affirmation, right? Speaking aff- affirmative. Yeah, and so we'll like write these songs, then it kind of like helps us feel wow. through what we're going through. Mm-hmm. When you write these lyrics, it helps us feel what we're going through. Yeah, we're getting to a point where we like the way we communicate on stage is how we do it in a with each other interpersonal and that's just like it's really profound i think it is and and something we've been starting to do now before we play is like sit in a circle put our hands on our heart and we just have heart coherence and we sit in silence for like five minutes and 
in those moments, I'm just thinking about all the love I, and, and the great, like, gratefulness I have for what I'm doing with the people I, I'm with. And yeah, you could be working in an Amazon warehouse. Yeah. Fucking boxes. And, uh, yeah, dude. But you know what? If you did that love life and then sent that box, when you open that box, there'll be some love coming out of there. Because mm-hmm. you can put love into any mm. anything that you do. I do it all the time. The fact that you are all doing this um, is adding an element to the music that you can only feel. You can't describe. These are the kinds of things that if we don't get to say, we hold inside of ourselves. What? I roll. I'm rolling. You're rolling. Yeah, I started this back up. Nice. nice. Rolling. You're rolling on the Sunday. And we're back. Whoa. We're back. Oh, no. That was you. Only get the tail end of that conversation. It was. It's important though. Love. Is. Love is probably the most important thing. I mean, it's probably. It's what. It's what created all <laughs> you don't of sound us. Sound too it's sure. Why we're here. I mean, it's the thing that's holding all the atoms together. It's the thing that's making the universe do what it does. And if we get away from that, we're fucked. Like simple. That's plain and simple. Well, that's why we're all there. Everybody's sitting here. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, this is it's all about love. the love. We're spreading love. You for guys sure. taking it to the park, freaking <laughs> the park. I mean, it is that, that is that is that's a strong. Wait, who was taking it to the streets? <laughs> taking it to the uh, Stewie brothers. Stewie brothers. Yeah, and you guys are taking it. To yeah, the park. yeah. Family Missy is taking it to the park, and I mean that's powerful, and that's love. We got a song. Memories of the park. Walk or, in the park. Yeah. And then anyway, who thinks about the park? You know, I mean, unless something bad. Happening at the park, or most people. The park, yeah. who doesn't like the park? Oh, fuck the park! And no. the park is a great place to congregate. Yeah, it is to spread love, and especially in this now, like you guys did. You guys, this is a great story of you guys because it sounds like you definitely found a way to turn this whole kind of lockdown thing into making your guys yes. yourselves closer, stronger, more powerful as a unit, and more loving through all this, which a lot of people didn't. So congratulations on that, and thank yeah. you for that. Thank like Mel you. keeps Heck saying, yeah. thank you. We're going to thank mm-hmm. you guys like a million times today for doing what you do. Cause sometimes it's so you need crucial. to be st- um, thanked specifically for things that you do because you, sometimes you think nobody's noticing, and they probably aren't, but when they do and they say that specific thing, it means a lot. It's like, uh, taking, like if you see a picture of yourself that you didn't think somebody was taking and you look and you actually like it, you're like, whoa, I look happy there, or I look like I was having fun. And somebody captured it, right? So it's not that we need to hear thank you. Sometimes that specific thing you're being thanked for needs to be called out and acknowledged so that you can digest it, receive it and digest it. So well, and I'll also, probably say thank you again for something else. Also, there's an elephant in the room that we haven't even discussed what is it's that? jerry's birthday what <laughs> crap. yeah Happy speaking birthday, of love jerry. bring in love gosh he was really good at exciting love really good at that what uh, was your first experience with the dead um let's see so i was living on the big island for a while and i was dating this girl and i've uh, she listened to the dead and uh, she let me borrow her ipod at work I was working a dish pit, and I I listened to um, American Beauty. <laughs> That's actually. the one, man. Yeah, American Beauty, and then I fell in love with a uh, friend of the devil. That was my favorite off the bat, and um, 
but I've heard about the Grateful Dead all for a long time. My previous bands before that and people, but I never listened to them. For some reason, I see posters in like my friends' houses. I thought there was like, oh, it's like a metal band or something. Just see, you know, poster oh, like the iconography. That. Cool. Um, and then I was trimming up in Humble and met um, one of my favorite guides, a man named Greg, and super awesome deadhead. And that's all he talked about at the table. And my friend Todd, he was playing drums with uh, my band, my old band Soul Rhythm, and he he was into the dead. And they're like, after, you know, Truman's over, we're going to go, we're going to see the dead. They're playing at Shoreline. It's the tour closer. And it was 2016. So um, I saw their last show on tour. And then after that, after seeing them live, it was like a whole, because I listened to them a little bit, like their album. And I couldn't, I listened to a few live things, but unfortunately on that iPod, all the live shows weren't working. Uh, when I was, I was like, I heard you got to listen to the live stuff, you know, but it was just, I was like, okay, well, the, studio then i saw dead and company and it was uh it was the night that johnny got that new guitar the green one okay call it the crowning of the prince uh, <laughs> well i got a like a crazy set that night that i didn't even know till later i was like do you wow, remember this is amazing the whole set no but i know i had like a terrapin station in there it was the eyes oh um, wow. what else uh i think um Oh shoot! What was it? Maybe a dancing. I'm not sure, but I don't. I shouldn't know the whole set. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I should I know. know the I, whole just, set. I just wonder because that's a, no. You don't have to. <laughs> but um, but oh, it was yeah. First show after that, then it was already. I was just like, holy shit! Started. I've been to maybe like ten shows now, but that was introduced to it, and then I started listening to like live Grateful Dead and diving into that and change change my life i mean my playing is weird because uh, hang on i'm looking at the set list dude holy fuck yeah you read gotta it, help, read you got a help slip opener for the first set shakedown yeah. cassidy standing on the moon me and my uncle brown eye women franklin's tower to close the set then they open the second set with dark star saint stephen eyes of the world terrapin station Jesus. drum space days between and not fade away you got your mind blown yeah that my night. mind blown yeah. i didn't even know okay. and everyone was like holy shit like this show this set and i'm like i don't know any of these songs you know <laughs> um, and yeah so after that it's just kind of dove more in and it's weird because growing up before that when i was playing music in hawaii a lot of people met some deadheads and listened to a little bit um but people are like oh you you look like jerry garcia and i had a beard and you know, i wear glasses and i kind of play it had like a similar playing already and then listening to him and i'm like oh shit i gotta study up like this is incredible <laughs> this is insane like so that kind of taught me a lot about like portals and stuff like that especially like my friend todd and greg taught me about because uh, my friend greg he's like older dead and he would talk about he's just such a good listener you talk about the music in a, a way that i've never heard people talk about music like oh did you hear that small thing right there mickey just brushed them off they're about to go into the slip now boom boom like oh there's the cue this is that oh see they went into that portal jam into this and open up oh boom oh gotta ask permission to the aliens they're gonna play dark star <laughs> you know like shit i'm like whoa okay like this is, dang, wow. this is wild i gotta 
I'm into this. Like, this is cool. So since 2016, <laughs> that's when I started and haven't been gone back. The bus came by. Bus came by. I got on. Yeah, that's right. Right on. <laughs> Dad, love. I fucking love hearing. So, what about stories. you, Tommy? Oh yeah. Um, the Dead's pretty new to me. I I discovered him um, when I was in, living in Tacoma with my brother, and I think you found him th- through. Uh, it was what, what are those things called? The yeah, it was a. Uh, it was at a restaurant that we both worked at. Yeah, and then someone someone's played it through the. Yeah, what are those the, things called? Like a playlist. Or yeah, something? some kind of playlist device jukebox. through the house. jukebox. Yeah, jukebox, oh, jukebox. Okay. <laughs> and he told me about him. <laughs> this was great. Showed me the music, and at the time I wasn't really into it. I was re- I was really into sensitive music, and I was dabbling into Jacob Collier, so it was a different like realm. But then as soon as I jan- joined this band, I met Marcelo, and I was like, wow, never met a character like this. And he showed me the interview, or not the interview, but the documentary, Long Strange Trip, really inspired me. And I was like, wow, we're, we're doing this too. And it's mm. like really like synced in with me and then like going on the long road trips and, and uh, constantly playing, playing the dead on the, on the stereo. It's like, I really felt attached to it. And I was like really getting into the music. I think my favorite track is um, Sage and Spirit. <laughs> That's yeah, that yeah. one's like really resonates with me. Um, and China Cat Sunflower, dude, dude, saying that we have a song that has that kind of feel too. That's dope. Yeah, but blues for all. I'm I'm excited to learn more about it, and it's never ending. I want to see a live show. I mean, I hear a lot that that's the way to experience for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's definitely the way to go. And the it's the two the two drummer dynamic is was very new for me, and like comprehending that, and it's like wow, adds so much. Yeah, yeah what they do is yeah. amazing. Yeah, those guys are incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I was at the time, I think I was like twenty three. I never heard them before. Then I was working in a restaurant, cooking on the line, flipping burger, flipping burgers, and then I heard Eyes of the World come on, and and I didn't know what it was, but I was so compelled. I heard Jerry Garcia soloing over the changes, and it was just like two chords, right? But those chords sounded so good, and what he was playing just like blew me away. And I was, I was so used to hearing so many changes because I was really attracted to jazz at the time. Right. And I just, I, don't know, I was totally transfixed. I felt like elated, and then I met the two guys who put it on and they're like, you've never heard the Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you're a musician, you've never heard the Grateful Dead. Yeah, so <laughs> after work that night, I like went home and listened to a live recording on YouTube and the rest is history. Good rest IPA. History. <laughs> it was nice. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right Your on. turn, love. That have been really, really special in my life and in my path with music. I think I was like probably 17, 18 in high, towards the end of my high school for like my first band and we got into the Grateful Dead together and they just listening to them I think has improved my musicianship Mm. so much because I hear their conversations Mm. and I hear how they're really talking to each other and they like interweave and channel energy in a way that's like they take you on a journey and it's like this journey that you must go on by yourself but if you listen to it, it like it, yeah, it's it's it something comes else with you. It, yeah, 
that's yeah. crazy. So think about that. Like what you just said about you go on that journey by yourself, right? But they're having that conversation with each other. They're on that trip too. Yeah. And then all the people at that show were also on that trip individually and collectively at the same time. So we're all having this like individual collective experience <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And that's yeah. life. <laughs> that is life. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, so what are the plans now that things are tentatively opening up and, you know, we're moving back towards normalcy, supposedly? Um, what's the plans? We, I don't think any of us have a damn clue. Oh, that's a well, good answer. T- we have some <laughs> stuff lined up. We have some festivals we're playing <laughs> oh, in a couple cool. weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, M- music is this for certain. Okay, music is yeah. the plan. Music Survival is the plan. and music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you need music to survive. Yeah, so. you do. You really do. Well, we have, we're doing a festival, I believe, in two weeks. Uh, are we doing that one in Southern Washington? Uh, yeah. Soul Fest? little renegade fest that some friends are throwing awesome. out in the woods right on and then yeah. the last weekend of august we're doing a festival i've been i played at a few years it's like a it's in tuolumne county in california called river ranch and then the first the second weekend of september we're doing respect on the river which is in uh, near Oakdale, California. That's cool. Near Respect where I grew up. It's like private, small, intimate, really beautiful, amazing people. And what are you doing Labor Day weekend? Is that the first weekend of September? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we just got asked to play a little like festival in Humboldt County. That's like in a small town. It's like Bigfoot. It's like a Sasquatch. Fun. Yeah. Oh, I think I've actually heard. And of they're Bigfoot. they're doing a parade and all these things and. I think we just hopped on for that. Cool. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> there. So I like it. It's like how it's forming. Right? The road yeah. is unfolding yeah, as you it's, drive. It's what well, the awesome thing too is, like you said, Renegade Festival. This is something that has happened in the last <laughs> year and a half. Is all this like that? How it used to be. That's like a throwback to like the '60s and stuff. It's like it's like we're just like-minded people are going to put some shit on out in the woods and what better place all the corporate too and it's so fun yeah the no no (laughs) corporate the record labels are gone the only validation we need is ourselves and our community we don't need the fucking big brother big record companies to be going here you go you signed you're special it's like we're just you guys are doing it yourself everyone helps put it together and everyone helps clean up everyone you know That's, pack it in yeah. pack it out we're yes. responsible for each other leave no yeah. trace yeah. i think one of my like great passions is just bringing people together with the power of music Aww. and the power of dance and i've experienced in my life that like music festivals and musical gatherings and these types of events are such like fertile grounds for transformation and personal growth and like Oh yeah. Sometimes like I've been to festivals that are so silly and everyone's just like dressed up and like in all sorts of states and like it's like a spectacle of human expression and it's so beautiful. <laughs> if, it really if, is. If it's, you know, can be a safe community for the whole. That's that's what it's all about right yeah. there. Like yeah. let's get together and we, express ourselves and have fun. It's one of the reasons we headed to Portland. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the Pacific, you know, you know there's Fairyland, there's the pirate thing, there's so many different things, there's so many festivals, and they all seem to be inclusive of everybody. We don't go to any, you know, it's inclusive of every sex, religion, everything, doesn't matter. Yeah, We're all welcome. We're all one. And that that comes through up here when you go to things. And for I, sure. True. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you for hanging out with us, man. I, I, I knew it was going to be cool. I didn't know it was going to be this cool. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is much y'all. needed, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Y'all are rad. Thanks so much yeah, for having well, us. We look forward to seeing you guys live, as always. Oh gosh, like yeah. that, like the impression going back to what Aaron said in the beginning, the impression that you made on Aaron during COVID when he, because I, I wasn't getting it through it either, but I was watching a lot more of the live streams and stuff. He just couldn't. These two both kind of had a hard it. time doing it, and I was, I was like, well, it's it's music. The impression you made on him through the digital thing and everything was very inspiring and made us really realize what you guys were doing too yeah and just obviously you're going to keep on doing it and you guys are amazing we started recording we were talking about this um like-minded dream that keeps going around Mm. about property about farming about music about community getting together and all of these things um, we were just at a friend's house talking about all of these exact, literally the Last exact night. conversation. I'd like to hear from each one of you. What do you see when you say that? And what do you make of this same message for, you don't, you don't know us. We, we introduced ourselves, but we also have a very similar dream. What do you make of that? Um, just in your own life, in your own head. Land stewardship and is the first thing that comes to mind. Just like stewarding the land and honoring the earth and honoring all the people that have come before us and are here now and that will come in the future, future generations. And how can we create a world that is good for everyone. And I think that like learning to grow your own food and like these ideas of like regenerative um, culture and like reciprocal Mm. closed loop cycles where everything's feeding itself. These started to dip my toes into like permaculture ideas I don't know much but it's fascinating how you can grow so much food on such a small amount of land and I guess the last thing I'll say is someone told me recently that you can't free yourself till you can feed yourself wow that that was a good mic and and I also think that paired with that we have to share knowledge as much as we can and like help each other learn about this stuff and yeah that spread it make it available spread yeah, it we have to share the knowledge as much as we can yeah wow i think for me being in like a land or some kind of community you know where we can feed each other and everyone has different skills where because you can't expect everyone to be just good at everything and certain things what i would like is for 
there to be lots of art and people to pass on the knowledge of like teaching music and expression through art and creating and uh you know painting building any kind of art like that and you know for me it's like i want to pass on knowledge of things i've learned or music or how i know how to create that's not necessarily you know your strict straight line way you know of creating things and just like abstract or yeah to teach learning and teaching for sure like i think we need to pass on knowledge or experiences passing on experiences and knowledge you know like y'all talking about going to your first show in 89 you know talking story like needs to be talking story about things happen in your life and passing that on so you know you could when someone passes on a story it's like creates the image in the movie in your head you know and then when you have similar things you're like oh well you know i really i remember that story one of my older friends told me and i could kind of relate to that what did they do in that situation when they were telling me that story i could i could use a part of that experience that you shared and you know put it to use you mm-hmm. know i think that's very important is passing on knowledge and teaching like and learning yeah. and storytelling thanks for yeah. storytelling thanks for passing powerful. on your knowledge today and your story because yeah, that's what we're doing here that's what no simple roads doing here is we're literally telling stories about amazingly talented people who inspire us to get people to know them better well who is this person that's blessed my eardrums who is this person that's made me move in ways that i can't move by myself at home who has assisted me in breaking off the tension for of the week through a sweet melody, you know? So thanks you guys for, for doing that. Well, thank you for having the platform and to well, have storytelling is you know? the yeah. most powerful thing. It Talk is. Story. It goes back yeah. to our yeah. roots before there was TV and everything. It's all storytelling. I can tell you lived on the Island. <laughs> Talk so story. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, I, something a phrase I've heard recently that's really like rang true for me is like returning to the ancient future mm. and just Ooh, like shit. yeah baby just like bringing it back to you know how we used to <laughs> take care of nature and let nature take care of us and that's that's a big goal long term goal for me is to just like make music and express myself in art and tending to growing food and and doing it sustainably and I mean, this is all new, th- new for me because I mean, these guys have really like made me um, consider it, and, and that is invaluable. Helped me question things that I never thought about. Um, wow. So yeah, that that's that's my goal. I think I'm in the right place at the right time, and universe is helping me unfold my destiny in a perfect perfect time. Tommy, we need you. Yeah. We need you right now. Do you know that? For real. Thank you. You're needed. I needed to hear that. Everybody else who's listening needed to hear that. And the fact that you have, you weren't told what to think by them. No. You were shown how to think, how to use your brain. I chose to, yeah, see it and then choose my own sovereignty. Yes. But work with them. Yes. Yeah. That's invaluable. But we (laughs) need that. I'm 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 a grandma for goodness sakes. I've got two children, 25 and 19, right in that age group. And yes, we do need to leave something for the future. We yeah. do need power the next generation. Yeah, yeah, we can't just be like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm dead. Done. See you guys later. Sorry I burnt out the freaking soil." Like, no. <laughs> Deuces. Yeah, the luck. fact that you good luck with that. care and are doing something about it, 
um, at this tender age instead of in your 50s or 70s is a, a great deal of the of the faith I have in this upcoming generation. And we yeah. constantly you've provided hope today. And Thank we're receiving we're receiving this a lot from your guys's generation again and again, getting teared up with like being older. You kind of sometimes lose hope in a way, or not let lose hope. But it's Absolutely like, what the good. fuck? You see, you see the majority <laughs> of millennials. You get disenchanted, fucking yeah, shit up, or be materialistic and. We've met so many local younger bands like yourselves and stuff and just the community, the crowds we run into, like a dead end company and stuff like that, the younger crowd coming. It's like you guys are even stronger than we ever had a chance of being at your age and you're harnessing that and fucking using it. Well, I have to say to its best. I think that's because of all the ripples the past generation mm-hmm. yeah we've been pouring it out for a long yeah. time yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and yeah. those ripples keep going out and generations after it's feel those keep on and build off of those exactly like gonna, the activity knowledge. yeah you that. guys are you actively using these skills so we've like maybe drummed up these skills so surf them. shown these skills <laughs> but you're using them and that's what is necessary for the next gem that evolution like whatever that big thing that's going to happen whether it's great or terrible we need action and that's what that's what you all are providing is action all right mm. all right Matt, matthew is it matt matthew both, both what is good okay i'm indecisive you're indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> so are we it works perfect right on but yeah but yeah i i just like to yeah that action is like in re- really important right now right now especially and i think we are providing like that f- that action for free and and it's it's like uh i like to think that when we're going through unprecedented strange times uncertain times i think that the outpouring of art is like one of the best things that can happen for the whole and I think we're in a strange time where technology has made that more like applicable and Mm. but I'd like to echo kind of what Love said earlier about becoming reconnected with our roots and I'd like to like bounce off of the words of Terrence McKenna and just his his focus of, of reconnecting with Mother Gaia and and how we as a since in the industrial age in the 50s we've just become increasingly more disconnected from nature and it's an interesting problem and i think yeah it's it's easier said than than done to plan your life to become more self-regenerative and become less dependent of our governments to take care of us and to provide for our needs but i think it's our duty wow. at this point Yes. Bum 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 Bum, 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 ba-da-da.
Bum 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 Waking up to you, my friend. Looking down the road where we began. Since my old life, I hear you speak. Stay a while, we can dive deep in the rain, in the fall, feel the wind of the cool breeze. Bum, 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 bum. Bum 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 da 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 In the rain and the fall feel the wind of the cool breeze Sing together Melody Synchronized Feel empowered with you in my life Seeing you see me Witness me in you Time goes on as we As we breathe In the warmth of the sun Hear the song of the tall tree bum 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 Feel the warmth of the sun, hear the song of the tall trees. Bum 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 Tight, letting 
go, all of you, where the stars meet. Holding tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com/dmb. Thanks Relics. Hello everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, 
but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMV, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.